0: We are Film Heat. We're heating things up tonight with probably, arguably, the best movie list to date. This is going to be a challenging list to go through and try to pick the best in each of these heats. But before we get too far into it, I am Jeremy, aka Tweek, formerly Tweekalicious. And who do we got with this? We got over here to my left, we got Justin. Hello, up top we got Eric. What's up? And up in the corner we've got Argo. Hi. Argodamus. So let's take a look at the movies that we're going to be pitting together, pitting against one another this week. This week our movie list is the best of the best. We've got Men in Black, Total Recall, Gattaca, The Matrix, Demolition Man, Starship Troopers, Galaxy Quest, Fifth Element, Mars Attacks,
1: and Twelve Monkeys. And if you didn't pick up on that, these are all uh, 90s sci-fi favorites. 90s
0: sci-fi. Volume one. We've got another list of 90s sci-fi classics to come in the future, but... We just we just dug right in. You can just close your eyes and dig your fist right into the 90s sci-fi and just grab nothing but gold. There's so much to be had. We're excited. We're excited to uh to do a big retrospective on these movies and see if they hold up to our nostalgia. I think a lot of these did. Up first in our first heat, we've got Mars Attacks versus Fifth Element. We tried to divvy up the movies a little bit, so it's not just me doing a bunch of talking over and over again. Um, however, Mars Attacks was kind of our, uh, our group discussion. Mars Attacks, what, it, what can you say about Mars Attacks? Everything. Uh, everything. What can't so you say? Really? Mars Attacks is a... Um, Who's in it? His, Everybody. What's in name? Everybody. Um, Tim Burton. A Tim Burton movie. That is way outside of his normal shtick, I'd say. But the the fun story about Mars Attacks and Tim Burton is Tim Burton had just finished directing Ed Wood, a film about the guy who made Plan 9 from Outer Space. If you haven't heard of Plan 9 from Outer Space, it's widely considered one of the worst movies ever. It's a sci-fi movie from the 50s or 60s, 60s, I want to say. And it's just awful. So he had made Ed Wood a, a biopic about this director. And after he made that movie, he kind of wanted to make his own terrible sci-fi movie just for fun. And boy, did he. So, so fun. And
2: accidentally made gold.
0: He accidentally made gold. He called everybody he knew. He got half of Hollywood in this movie. He even got Jack Nicholson in there twice. Right. So... Yeah, I forgot Pam Greer's in that one. Mm-hmm. So, this is probably one of our least deep movies of the night. There's no big no big point to be made on this one. It's just fun. Um the point of the mo- the, the plot of the movie is Mars attacks. <laughs> <laughs> Aliens from ang, Mars. Ang, ang, ang. <laughs> aliens from mars show up and the humans are like oh we're gonna we're gonna make a big welcoming party and hope they come in peace um they do not <laughs> they do
1: not they say <laughs> they do this movie attempts to like sh- show it by like showing like a cross-section of like of american life right so it follows many different stories. Some say too many stories, you know. Not me, but <laughs>
3: <And> it <laughs> me, shows like a lot. So
1: it shows <laughs> like everybody from like uh, like a kid in a trailer park in like uh, uh, Arkansas or Kansas, mm-hmm. you know. It shows the president. What uh, it's like another location, Virginia, and and Las in Las Vegas, and there's yeah. uh, several characters in each. Uh, a lot of it takes location. place in Nevada, understandably
0: mm-hmm. because Area 51 and all that. They got it all there. Big desert nuclear testing sites, a lot of alien activity, if you will. And the funny story about this, when they approached Jack Nicholson to be in this movie and they wanted to be the president, which he ended up being, and he took the script and he read it and he was like, yeah, I'll be the president if I can be this character as well. He insisted that he play the um, Las Vegas casino tycoon character. It didn't you know want to be in name? it. If he could. Land?
1: Yeah. Land? Literally land. I think it was Art Lands Casino was like was like the name. Uh, on so it, was, it was, yeah, So that's why, as I say, no, he's like a, a real estate mogul. His name is literally Land. That's yeah. I mean. I
4: when you're Jack Nicholson, you could pretty much do what you want at that point.
1: Oh, absolutely. That, that shows in the movie because I like I, like we we were talking, watching these movies, and we think Jack Nicholson mailed it in on the president part. There's like oh, the yeah. part in the beginning where he's showing his address and a speech, and he's like he's just like sitting in a chair. He's not really acting. However, he's chewing he up all over everything when he's art land. He yeah. definitely <laughs> wanted to play that role. Yeah, over, man. He loved uh, the that president.
0: shit. He loved that shit. Absolutely, and let's take a look at this trailer for Mars Attacks. Was that in the movie? I don't think that's in the movie, was it? But the giant robot. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it is was. okay. It was
2: chasing, it was chasing the yeah. truck down the street.
3: Oh.
0: They got
2: them, They got them tangled up in the phone uh, power line.
0: Gotcha. So much is in this movie. It's a jam packed. Oh yeah. yeah.
2: Nice no, stuffed full fucking scene to scene to scene. It is just packed
0: now i had no idea this is a tim burton movie for so long like so long because tim i mean that fits
1: though right like uh this movie makes you feel uneasy especially as a kid when i was like this movie (laughs) terrified america
0: (laughs) yeah i thought it was
2: great but
0: yeah, the, yeah. This movie was intentionally stupid. Like it was an intentional yeah. stab at a B movie, and that I got—I got to love about it. Just jam-packed, full of all sorts of like A-list stars, and then they literally all get killed off, every single one. And the only one that doesn't die really is the one no-name kid, like the one kid, and yep. I guess Pam Greer doesn't die either. Bless her. Hey, Holyfield.
1: Did you oh, guys yeah. remember um, exactly. Jack Black's accent in this movie? He um he's straight up doing like Forrest Gump, one hundred percent. You guys, <Yeah. laughs> you guys just note that it's like disturbing and it's oh, so bad. I totally bad. forgot. I totally
2: forgot. Jeez.
1: Do okay that part. It's like, ugh. it's like
2: somebody told him to do it. Well, no, yeah. it's Jack Black. He just did it.
1: Maybe I don't know. Maybe they were, yeah. Parody it, but when I think of this movie, it's just like a board with like everything stuck thrown at it and what stuck <laughs> is there which was everything
3: Everything you know stuck.
1: they just do like, the kitchen sink and they didn't edit anything um this movie is very long <laughs> been, i found it a bit hard to get through i love it so like it, i just it's a
0: lot of through. fun but man it's a journey and it takes you every <laughs> step of the way and it can it, you're right it can be a long journey
4: it's all based on uh, bubblegum trading cards. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. From 1952.
1: Really? And what is that? Like, like I'm a dummy. I don't take Garbage notes. I read interesting shit. facts
4: and I try to recall them later.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, you told us that. But that's interesting. So it's like basically if I had made a movie now based on like Garbage Pail Kids cards and shit. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. Same like, exact like wacky concept. shit, you know? Didn't That's somebody what it would be. Kids I'm That's sure.
2: Beside That's beside the point. They have,
0: yeah, yeah. Not a whole lot to really get into with this movie. It's not the deepest movie ever made. Um, no, by any stretch of the imagination. So, what is this up again? Up against again? Um, it's element.
1: The, the power house
0: element. Boy, Bowl super. Wi-Fi. A super duper. Super duper.
4: Oh my let's gosh. go ahead
0: and take a look at this trailer right quick and then we'll um we'll talk a little bit about fifth element the fifth element luke Besson. yeah that guy that guy <laughs> jeez
2: leon the professional that guy oh
0: man that's those are he made two fantastic movies but he is yeah, not that, a fantastic guy no he is not a fantastic guy <laughs> so, Eric, you want to give us the rundown of this, of of what this movie's all about? Yeah. Um.
2: So, there's the ultimate evil, or Mister Shadow, <laughs> that is uh comes every five thousand years. War is breaking out. Nineteen fourteen comes through. The Amanda shawans the big gold guys, they show up, scoop it, because war is happening and uh they're like "We'll bring it back when you need it, cut to three hundred years later twenty two sixty three and great big ball of bat is showed back up the Amandashoanss try to bring back the uh the stuff the
0: the stones, the stones the
2: mm. el uh, the weapon, yeah, all of it you know oh I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. the Mangalore's ambush under the order of jean baptiste emmanuel zorg gary oldman's (laughs) character who is just yes oh my god you cannot do better than that and uh hijinks ensues
0: (laughs) definitely gary oldman is definitely definitely chewing the scenery in this movie
2: my god yeah, yeah, he's, he's eating a, a, it up with a spoon.
0: He's an amazing actor, but you can just see how much fun he's having in this flick and it comes through. I love every every second of it.
2: Yeah, man. Yeah, you got uh Corbin Dallas your main
0: our main, <laughs> main meat popsicle.
2: Yeah. Your main meat <laughs> popsicle. And uh you know Mila Jovovich, Lilu the uh, titular fifth element, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Supposedly representative of like life, love,
0: so light, divine. Light. Me, Mila Jovovich, her character's introduced as what the weapon, right? Is she supposed to yes. be like the the big gold the aliens, they, weapon? They're supposed to bring a weapon and they're like, Sweet, we got the weapon, and then they open it, yeah. it's this, this girl, right?
2: <clears throat> well, they the. The Mangal, the the Mandashawans bring that back, and they get wrecked by the the Mangalores. So all they recover is that hand off of that giant sarcophagi that you see him wheel out with the stones in the very beginning. Oh
0: yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: So that's where they get the 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 cells to reconstruct the weapon, the Fifth Element, Lelu.
0: Interesting. And, uh,
2: And I got to say, her portrayal of someone who just suddenly exists into consciousness, (laughs) like, as a fully formed adult being, just, you exist. Like, and, and, all right, when she stood up in the middle of the tank there, whacked against the roof over there. Mm-hmm. she actually knocked the shit out of herself
0: really <laughs>
2: they <kept that> <laughs> like, <laughs> like they kept that take because she ate it so hard against the top of that tank
0: wow like, hey sometimes you gotta really sell it yeah. and uh yeah man yeah when i was uh I, i've done very little acting but in the one scene i was acting in i was a guy being shaken down by mobsters and like beaten up and we kept doing takes and they're like Okay, do you know how to like take a fake hit? And I'm like, don't fake it. Just, just kick me, dude. I'm like, just kick me, man. It's only gonna be once or twice. Like, I, I swear I can take it. Just haul off and kick me, man. And the guy's like, no, nah, man, no. Nah, I'm not gonna kick you. I'm like, nah, just kick me, bro.
2: <laughs> bro, I've had worse.
0: Yeah, I promise it's okay. <laughs> I,
2: promise.
0: <laughs> I promise I've had worse. Yeah, Gary Oldman in his uh his like kentucky accent that he He, dons for this movie
2: there's like a a blend of accents going on there there's like a kentucky and like a like a a couple of like little bites of midwest here and there and like (laughs) and like the phrasing and dialect will change per syllable through a word yeah like he'll be like a termito <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, he says he's,
1: stones is almost Scottish, you know. Stones. Yeah. those
2: stones.
3: Stones. 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 He's got, he's got
2: that Scottish. He's got that like, uh, 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 Chantanry shush to everything. All, every, all, yeah. You know? Yeah. Bring me the
0: stones. He's from Space Kentucky.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, Luke Besson actually had worked on the idea of this fucking whole storyline since he was like nine or like 12 uh nine years really? writing the yeah nine years writing the what ended up being the screenplay and the language the 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 language that lilu speaks is like a laid out about 400 word like language that fucking basson came
0: up with so this was meant to be sort of like his um yeah
2: his fucking opus his yeah. magnum opus
0: yeah yeah like it was his big
2: his big shot it was his oh yeah long-lived it, dream
0: hell and indeed it was like it it shines through and you know what i'm gonna give this the big holds up stamp this movie holds yeah, up dude it holds
4: 100
0: iron yes motherfucker holds up like iron. Mm hmm. Luke Basson movie...
3: I'm
1: sorry, Justin. Uh, I was gonna say my favorite part of this built movie in like almost any movie that Good world building. This movie does great world building, yes. right? There's stuff yes. that we recognize, stuff that we don't, right? And they blends it all well together. Like the, the, the yep. they're in the crazy city and they're doing the chase, right? Oh, and yeah. you see the golden arches, right? The familiar McDonald's <laughs> sign, <laughs> oh, yeah. right? Nobody yeah. recognizes yeah. that. It was right? uh, that's home. It was done <laughs> yeah. by the same guy
2: that did the sets for uh, Blade Runner.
0: Really? Oh, wow. really? Yeah. That makes it so much sense.
2: Kind of went with a different. Uh, different feel direction they went with a more of a light and alive feel with uh fifth element whereas blade runner it was the dark and overcast and
0: yeah you know what i mean because i noticed that in fifth element there's the scene where he's eating um he's eating food from the from like the food cart and then the food cart just flies away and they yep, do the same thing ex- in the opening exactly. of Blade Runner where he's, he's eating at the noodle cart and then the noodle cart flies away mm-hmm. when they're done. Yep. That, so, was, oh, okay. that was exactly what that was about. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. And I just love that as a kid. I remember yeah. like when the cart flies away from his house and I'm like, what? I want a food cart to just ride up to my house and just like deliver me food out the window. It'd be so, so sweet.
2: And, uh, the guy that designed the uh, the fashion and the outfits throughout all this, the costumes and shit, was the same guy that did most of uh, Madonna's outfits and and costumes okay. throughout the the eighties and early nineties.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, like Ruby the, Rod is like a Madonna yeah, like stand-in for sure. Chris
2: Tucker said that he was trying to trying to do a lot of uh, Prince and Michael Jackson. <laughs> you know what I mean? Together, but it's Corbin, Chris Tucker. Corbin, so Chris,
3: yeah, but, okay,
2: Chris Tucker. So, Chris Tucker is going to shine through, and no matter what he's trying to do.
0: And so many. And this movie is infinitely quotable, you know, with the negative I'm a meat popsicle. Yeah. Absolutely quotable. Lulu <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lulu Do you Smoke want
1: some you. more? <laughs> Smoke you.
0: <laughs> Smoke <laughs> you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> aziz light i use that aziz in my everyday light.
3: life yeah. like, it, but anytime it. oh it's God. too dark i say yes. that at
0: any point get it together aziz uh, if i ever um,
2: if i ever decide to get one of those like automated home you know voice command shits you goddamn right that that's gonna be the 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 turn the lights on command
3: yeah. Aziz, oh light. yeah! <laughs> the,
1: uh, the another great scene in this movie is the, the famous, you know, the diva scene, which
3: yeah.
0: like
1: I love the that song and it's right?
2: <laughs> Oh, you mean Luke Besson's wife when they started,
0: but not when they finished. <laughs> <laughs> not when they
2: finished. <laughs> yeah. After he taught, after he taught Mila Jovovich his secret language and they could sit there and chat back and forth and write letters back and forth you know and Eesh. nobody knew what they were saying
0: creepy yeah mm. Luke Basson does not hold up uh um, no he <laughs> Luke, is a uh and he
2: continued to do bad
0: <laughs> he, yes he has done nothing but bad yeah he is what we call in the biz uh pedophile <laughs> Yep
2: yep that's it, what he is he's a he, fucking pedo
0: he had married the um actress model filmmaker uh who played Plava laguna when she was 15 he was 31 so yep. and then he cheats on her during the making of this film and he has since been accused of much much more uh let's say shittiness so mm-hmm. luke Besson is fifth element hey <laughs> yeah yeah
1: but anyways yeah. features a very cool song that at the time they had to construct in order to have yeah. you know one, one person able to hit all these notes in the way the diva oh, does in this song yeah. right yeah but i since but has become since then yeah, yeah.
2: people mm-hmm. have figured out how to and have worked up the vocal control to be able to oh yeah that's a great very mix, close to that that synthesized
0: yeah next pop. time you're on a youtube dive out there chat look up people singing the plava laguna song from this like they can people do a pretty good job with their voice alone yeah that's and something um cry. yeah it's probably not good for your voice box. Probably a tad yeah, easy.
2: I'm sustainable. I'm not sustainable.
1: Not <laughs> sustainable. <laughs> yeah,
2: no. It's like uh, like what's his name from freaking Disturbed, blowing freaking bloody chunks out of his vocal cords. Oh third yeah.
0: Tour. Too many wahs. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, what do you guys think between these two movies, uh, Fifth Element and Mars Attacks? What do you think is the better? Movie,
2: definitely Fifth yeah. Element, definitely Fifth Element. Yeah, like Mars Attacks is a beautiful fucking disaster. I love
0: it. It's, <laughs> it's fucking... a lot of fun.
2: Ah, and it, and it's got my girl Pam. Mm. Oh man, but Fifth Element is a story. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It has a world built. It it's it a, has it's a
0: good world, good universe, good story, you know? well acted. Argo, what do you think is the better movie between these two? Which do you enjoy more? Let me
4: say that. Blair would kill me if I didn't say fifth element. (laughs) (laughs) The fifth fifth element is uh, one of those movies that just crosses all genres, comedy, romance, sci-fi, action, drama, thriller, you name it. Justin, what about you?
1: Yeah, I have to go Fifth Element because I straight up think Mars Attacks does not hold up. Like, I'm not even sure it held up and came out, right? Yeah. You're not loving Mars Attacks? I'm not loving it. It's a mess, bro. (laughs) And you know what? You know what? I'm going to say this. Like, Mars Attacks is a big competitor to, uh, like, I know it's going to get Fifth Element here. And it's just blown out of the water, of course. But if you you put Mars Attacks against uh, Independence Day, I'm going Independence Day. It's a better, like, alien attack movie. So wow! Really? Me, it does not hold up. I'm done with it, and they're watching it again, pretty much. No so so love shirt, for I Mars attacks run. from Justin. Damn! Yeah, Fifth, <laughs> Element. Damn. Fifth, Fifth
0: Element. Sure. But Fifth Element is a powerhouse. Is in. I mean, this is a powerhouse week, and Fifth Element yeah. is like one of the powerhouses of the powerhouses. Um. So you know, I got to give it to Fifth Element as well. And what did chat say? Do we have a chat result? I mean, Do we, we ever? All right. That's going to make it officially a sweep for fifth element. We're going to go ahead and do 25 points for fifth element, sending it forward in the bracket and dropping Mars attacks to the loser circle. We are doing a loser's bracket this time. This week is far too hot to not have a loser's bracket. So Mars attacks is Thank- not gone forever. You gotta beat it down twice. Yeah, so, yes, they did. Got <laughs> <laughs> about the double tap Mars attack. Uh. <laughs> All right, let's move on to our second heat real quick. in our first round, heat number two, is gonna be Galaxy Quest versus Twelve Monkeys. So let me let's go ahead and look at the trailer for Galaxy Quest. Wow. All right, who do we got? Who who's introducing this movie? Cause, you. Man, me? Awesome. Ah, <laughs> great. That's great news. <laughs> because I fucking love this movie. Galaxy Quest holds up yes, the it does. best of any movie this week. Literally. Time has only been kind to this movie. It is so... Chef's fucking kiss, dude. I love this movie. This movie is a love letter to con going nerd fans everywhere. It's about a fictional sci-fi show, very similar to star Trek that happened. That takes place in the early to mid eighties. And it's since been canceled. And the stars have been doing the con circuit ever since. And the captain character is, uh, Tim Allen. And he's like the, he's got a too big of a head. And uh all the other characters basically hate him, but the show gets broadcast out into the universe and he gets picked up by this real life race of aliens who looks at the show and calls it their historical records. So they come to Earth because they need the help of this fictional crew, and they basically kidnap Tim Allen. And he's gotta recruit all of his co-stars to come with him. These the the cast in this movie is just to die for. Sigourney Weaver, Alan Rickman, Tony Shaloub kills it in this movie. Oh god, Shaloub is the best. Shaloub is yeah. the best. That fucking dead dry. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. So even, even they, Sam Rockwell, they, this is probably my favorite Sam Rockwell of all time. His character is just so silly and my favorite scene is when they, they go down to the planet with the rock monster, and he just opens the door in Sandrock, where I was like, what are you doing? It's an alien planet. Is there air? You don't know? And Tony Shalhoub's just like, seems good to me.
1: <laughs> it's the best. Absolute His best, best. understanding humor is unmatched in this movie, and they no. give him three or four of them, and they just shine. Absolutely.
3: <laughs>
2: dude and the fact that it had rain wilson in there like like three times just in the back he had like one line he was just kind of there that long and he was gone
0: yeah and was i like, noticed so young yeah he and he unfortunately disappears halfway in the movie he just stops yeah. being one of the people like with them mm-hmm. i don't know yeah. maybe he got picked up for the office and had to go <clears throat> <laughs>
1: No, no, that's way later, but... Um. Yeah. He was young in this
0: shit. Oh, yeah. But this movie is better than it has any right to be. Uh, It's got some great special effects. I love the makeup. The bad guy aliens look so good. Hell, the good guy aliens look really good. When they're not in their human suits and they're like the little squid aliens.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So good. They design a real ship based on the show. So at the end, when they have to go through the engine room, there's just like chompers for no reason whatsoever just because they were on the show. And that's mm-hmm. just s- such a nod to like Star Trek and shows like that.
2: Uh, in that that freaking smasher scene you were talking about just there, she comes running in and she says, oh, what the fuck? or Or she said, oh, fuck that.
0: Yeah, Uh, yeah, absolutely.
2: Screw over top of fuck, but you can still see your mouth say fuck. (laughs)
0: Yeah, that's one of those things where like the Blu ray editions kind of betray it a little bit because I'm sure when you're watching it on like three by four on a VHS, you can't really tell. But yeah, the ADR for that scene is just so wonky. And yeah, she walks up and clearly says, oh, fuck that. But the voice says, screw that it's it's hilarious
1: in this movie here i just wanted to highlight um like you said guy rockwell he's shining in this like way better than he needs to be as guy he he he, he he's basically playing a red shirt in star trek terms yeah. you know so yeah, yeah. and they have several jokes directly at his suspense throughout the movie when they're at the the brilliant spear mine uh, uh, she says, let's get out of here before somebody kills Guy.
3: And she's like, <laughs> yeah. get freaking Guy yeah. to die.
1: And one of my favorite jokes that I just picked up on this watching of this movie, right? You know, at the end, there's a very dramatic scene where Ceres uh, disguises himself as Tony Shaloub and walks onto uh, the deck, right? And then he gets yeah. a jump and shoots everybody. He shoots every crew member, except Guy. You clearly see Guy at the end is not shot and he's just panicking, freaking out.
3: Not yeah, shot. it's
1: hilarious. He's the only one that he's just the not only get one to not scene. get
0: killed. <laughs> that's that's a good catch, dude.
1: <laughs> that's brilliant. I,
0: I I noticed that too, but I'd forgot about it just now until you mentioned it. That is a good catch. That's, that's so funny. That's
1: the, there's so many great jags. It's just jokes on jokes on jokes in this movie. is thick and they all work. Oh.
0: And dude, Alan Rickman kills it. You know, for a silly performance, Alan Rickman is a serious big time actor. You know, and this is kind of a silly not a big time movie but there's there's no half measures with alan rickman he sells it from the jaded actor all the way through where he like by the end his little his little buddy the one of the aliens is a big fan of his like the 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 science um science chief of the aliens he's like an understudy he's like i was considered you my father and he finally delivers the line earnestly by grab Thars hammer you will be avenged it's it's so good so good this movie holds up a thousand percent holds up
2: very alan rickman and tim allen is very tim allen yeah and they just both do their thing and you can tell that they're just kind of annoying the shit out of each other
0: (laughs) yeah there's such a good chemistry with all the characters like all the all the actors have really good chemistry together and it just lends to the magic of this movie so good this is oh another tidbit this is uh justin long's first movie little baby justin so was that
1: his first one that's his first one there was a great anecdote from the uh, documentary we just watched on this movie. There's a great. What's the name of that documentary Argo we were watching on this? Cause it's fantastic to go along with this. Oh, it you remember is. The name it's on, it on
4: Amazon. If you got on the prime Amazon? right now, okay, go okay, check, check it out. out that
1: documentary. There's a fantastic story though, where the director of this movie is talking about you know, Tim Allen. And the, when they're, when they're shooting the scene where Tim Allen is talking to Mathazar, the leader of the aliens, you know, mm-hmm. and when they're captured by Ceres and, and they're, they're, torturing Mathazar, right and and as a means to extend that torture they have you know Tim Allen the hero in Mathazar's eyes, Jason tell Nisbet. him ex- explain to him that it's just a show right and in a way to like crush him right and and they, they apparently they had took that scene a lot of times and apparently they they, they kind of broke down uh, Tim Allen a bit and he was getting emotional and uh and he said really? like he was like I'm not oh, I'm not yeah. really feeling he said, he said I'm not liking the Feeling, I'm going to my trailer, right? And then apparently, uh, Alan Rickman had a zinger right there. Where he says, "Oh, apparently Tim just experienced acting." <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> just, it's just like the sickest burn.
1: The director doesn't want to. Wow. He doesn't want to tell it. He doesn't want to tell it. But it's just like zing
3: <laughs>
1: on Tim Allen. That's why I think this is his, Tim Allen's best acting. And I don't know if he's approached this ever again, bro. Even though he is great in the Santa Claus, like you were saying. Yeah. This is his magnus opus for tim yeah, allen no,
0: absolutely definitely the best tim allen got. whoa that is a burn that is oh my god Dude,
2: <sighs> that is a kind of burn you could only be alan rickman to <laughs> yeah. that's
0: an englishman yeah god bless him rickman was a gift and we did not deserve him man absolutely that is so fucking funny yeah, yeah. fantastic
1: story from you so, check out that documentary.
0: yeah, check out that documentary for Galaxy Quest on Amazon Prime. Go watch Galaxy Quest again, boy. Holds
4: up, boom, Hold big stand. The documentary yep. is called Never Surrender.
0: Never Surrender, All the right. documentary, absolutely. Um, and this movie is up against Twelve Monkeys, one of my favorite movies, boy so good so good and i um eric this one's one of yours as well oh let's take a look at the trailer real quick before we get started sorry boy this is a weird one it's a weird one and it it, it was weird when i saw it and it's weird today but i fucking love it so much eric want to give us a rundown on this bad boy
2: all right what we got here is a time travel slash mental breakdown movie 2035 a virus has wiped all human life off of the face of the planet everybody alive has had to retreat underground to survive they are coming up they have figured out a rudimentary method of time travel so they've been sending people back to try and figure out where the virus came from they believe it came from this army of the 12 monkeys Um, that they were a terrorist organization that decided to bring bring upon the apocalypse. And they were trying to get information on them and figure out a way to get a hold of a raw sample of the original virus. That way they could try to create a, a, a vaccine to be able to retake the surface of the planet
0: it's a lot it it's a convoluted story for sure it's
2: a very convoluted storyline as things go because you're back and forth between what is the present of 2035 and 1996 well 1990 and then 1920 i think it was 19
0: Nineteen uh, uh, sixteen, I yeah, think. Nineteen sixteen. They keep sending him to the wrong time because they haven't yeah. got their time travel down pat yet. So first, right. it's, they, they send him nineteen ninety, and it's they, the wrong year.
2: They they get him to ninety six again, and they get him to the wrong part of ninety six. Mm. um But he's figuring stuff out. uh He thinks he's figuring stuff out. It. Spoiler alert! It turns out the Army of the Twelve Monkeys was just the 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 chemist Brit, the rich chemist guy's son, wanting to uh, release animals and stop animal cruelty. Uh, Brad Pitt, his portrayal of somebody with that kind of fucking schizophrenic and manic uh, portrayal, you know, and that those, those kind of mannerisms, he actually went and like. Was in a in institution with an with one of the the psychiatrists and patients, you know, studying them and how they act and their mannerisms and stuff. And from what I understand, uh, Terry Gilliam, yeah, Terry Gilliam from Monty Python, Time Bandits, Fisher King, Fear and Loathing. Oh yeah, that guy. Yeah, <laughs> that's the director here. Uh, oh yeah, he apparently uh took brad pitt's cigarettes so that he would get extra like agitated and twitchy What? (laughs) (laughs) so yeah no it's one of brad pitt's like best fucking performances because he is just so on fucking point
0: that's amazing
2: yeah, yeah in the when he comes to 1990 he's in the the institute with brad pitt and that's kind of uh there's a a thing called the, the Cassandra complex where someone is trapped in a situation where they know something's coming, but no matter how much they say it, they could scream it at the top of their lungs and tell everyone there's no way to change it. All right. That's one of the themes of exactly. the movie is that you can't change the past. You can't. If something's already happened, it doesn't matter if you go back to before that, it's happening. You can only change after that.
0: Exactly. Right? And I, Let me just say, I just, one of the things I absolutely love about this movie, because as the movie goes on, like the movie opens and they've got this intel from the past. You know, it's the 12 Monkeys. As the movie goes on, you realize their intel is flawed because their intel is coming from themselves. Like yep. They... Yep. It's this circular information yep. loop that it, they're
2: that yeah. they're in, yeah. The whole thing is based on a uh, a, a French featurette from 1962 called uh, *La Jetie, which is all black and white stills, All right. And it's basically the same kind of story of uh, post World War Three. The world has been fucking wiped out by some biological agent, and people are being Selectively sent back in time to try and find a source of this virus in a way to 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 beat it. And this is the same themes. This I mean, it's they basically took this like like twenty eight minute featurette that was all just black and white stills and made it into a full on movie and story. Gilliam actually got final cut privilege on this one. Like really, he, yeah. Man, he, I think he got, did such
0: a good job, man.
2: Yeah, now he he had to keep it within budget, and he was only a he was less than a week over schedule, so
0: not was, bad, <laughs> yeah, not too bad. Like,
2: oh, and this was Williams' highest grossing movie in his career. Shit. Wow! Uh, it it cost thirty mil to make and It pulled in a hundred and sixty eight mil gross man. worldwide.
0: In high school, Bloody. this movie and Fear and Loathing were one of my absolute favorites. They yeah. were like the coming of age movies for me, you know, because they were those kind of mind fuck movies that you watch when you're 15, 16 and you're discovering pot and acid for the first time. And like, yeah. man, and this movie was one of my favorites as a teenager. And I watched it again. And in the beginning, I was a little worried because the beginning's a little slow. The beginning's a little muddled. I'm like, oh man, is this not gonna hold up? But by the end of it, I'm like, oh man, it's stamp solid, holds up, yeah, boy. I, yeah, it, they but, stick him in the uh, disguise at the end. He's got the long hair and the mustache yeah. and like the '70s floral pattern. Yeah. And you see that at the very beginning, the opening scene, you see it, yeah. and but you're like, they... okay, who's this guy gonna be? And at the end, when he, when he shows up with the hair and the mustache, and you know. You know, and I get that feeling in my stomach every time. I'm like, oh shit, I forgot. Oh. Definitely. I was gonna say denying an actor cigarettes to get a altered performance out of him is a very Hitchcockian very Hitchcock. move.
3: Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> he, he was notorious
0: a... for fucking with his actors and actresses to get a more performance out of him.
2: After uh James Cole and Bruce Willis's character get shot in the the airport there, the, the Dr. Peters, they got the, guy, the actual biologist right is getting on the plane the woman that he gets that gets in the seat next to him they're the the insurance agent yeah was was also the dr jones the scientist from the 2035 like it's really been, yeah
0: i uh, wondered because they kind of hang a lantern on that very last scene where he sits down next to the lady yeah. and she's like oh i sell insurance and i was like yeah. wait what is she how, what am i what am I, supposed, what am I supposed to know her from
2: yeah yeah no she's one of the the doctors so there's the the implication that he was successful in getting the information to them and that they were able to send somebody back to collect the pure sample mm. so that they could create the vaccine but because as the the movie implies history is written in fucking
0: iron you can't bend it you can't change it the movie really takes you for the ride because in the beginning they really play the you don't know if he's actually crazy or actually a time traveler and somewhere about the third act um they kind of iron it out okay he's an actual time traveler when he's got the bullet from 1916
2: in him well see here's the thing is i've got fucking handful of rounds from 1912 sitting around it's not like ammo that's that old doesn't still exist and the firearms don't still exist there's kind of uh the idea that it might be him dragging her into a psychosis until they really lay it out with that picture of him in the trenches in fucking 1916, like that's yeah, out the that's the, like the first time it really slams down a. This is probably the real deal, right? You know what I mean? Like there's the the real, real implication the whole way along that he could just be losing it, and that
0: it, he could they be, mislead you, the, the mm-hmm. audience watching the movie thinking that they actually did it. They dissuaded Twelve Monkeys from doing the um biological attack and so all they did was release the zoo animals. So you're like, hooray, we did it. Yep. And then immediately nope. Yeah. So now you,
2: you see it, old dude from it, the lab and the
0: It's twisty and turny and a little bit of a wild ride. So it and it's one you kinda it, gotta pay attention to.
2: It takes a long, windy, convoluted road to go back to the same starting point.
1: No, this movie is too much uh, noise. Yeah, and I guess I just didn't have the filter for it to get the signal out of it, so I couldn't. It's when
0: you got to pay attention to, attention like you can't eyes. watch it too sleepy, yeah. you can't be too high, can't be too drunk. You, you got to be just high and drunk enough, <laughs>
3: right. and you got to like
0: watch it start to finish.
2: I'm not gonna lie, I watched it like three times. Oh man. like just so i could iron shit out good and then i fucking watched fucking commentary i that
0: fucking yeah yeah. no dude i
2: i got notes i wrote
0: notes dog i wrote notes yeah (laughs) (laughs) i think this movie holds the fuck up i think this movie it's it's got it it it's very nostalgic for me but I tried to look at it from a more critical standpoint and just to see if if it's just my rose-tinted goggles that makes me remember it fondly. And at first, I was a little worried. They had me in the first half, I'm not going to lie. But by the end, I was sold. I think, I, was... Uh, I think
2: the writing's got a lot to do with that. Uh, Dave and Janet Peebles were the writers for this, and Dave Peebles was the, the guy that wrote Blade Runner as well. Oh, so wow. There's... Blade Runner connections in both of the Bruce Willis movies.
0: Gotcha. <laughs> and that would explain why it's a little bit convoluted because Blade Runner yep. is a little bit convoluted. A little and bit convoluted. Blade Runner and this movie have that like, uh, will they, won't they, like, is it, ain't it kind of a thing going on.
2: Oh, and Bruce Willis re- reduced his, uh, his pay by several mil so that he could work with Terry Gilliam.
0: Wow. Yeah. Got a lot of respect for that. Um, I mean, have you seen Brazil? I have not. It's another one that he did. I need to see that. Argo, what do you think about the 12 Monkeys? I love it. Yeah?
2: Fucking fantastic.
0: Justin, you didn't care for it too much? Nah, I hated it, man. It was, I, hated I it? I he, doesn't like I it. he doesn't I like to pay it. that much attention. He doesn't like to pay it. that much attention. No, I, I, I mean, not being able to follow. It's a lot to follow. Movie, also,
1: this movie looks like ass. Like I don't know. Every why is every footage of this washed out? They shoot. They shot this on tape, didn't they? They shot this on goddamn tape. <laughs> they got like a, <laughs> they, a, a they handy didn't cam. For no fucking film. Like this, I got home. Videos look better than this when I was fucking shot, three years old. It's shot on VHS. Like, <laughs> like, it looks like ass, and it's like pay attention to this fucking VHS movie you're watching on high. De- no, I, I'm not not about it. I'm sorry okay you got a point there
0: because that's the one thing i noticed off rip it's like this movie even the blu-ray cut that we watched
4: a little, it's very little... stylized yes yeah.
2: <laughs> very stylized he does a lot of uh uh because of what the movie that they were trying to the because of the the the, the featurette that they were building it off of was french they decided to take a lot of very french approaches to the cinematography which leads to a lot of off-kilter shots
0: and, yeah a lot you of know, wide fish angles
2: wide fish angles a uh, whole lot of dutch angles mm-hmm. yeah a whole lot of off focuses like a whole lot of low angles focusing on the the tvs and the 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 asylum yeah like there's things on all those tvs those cartoons are all different references to various monkey cartoons or Mm -hmm. time traveling you know characters and the way that it kind of like spins into the focus on those as it's like it's all like one shot as it spins around looking up at those going back to yeah. Brad Pitt and back up to the next T V and around the place. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's and kind of a study like for uh, cinematography. The, and it spins back into Bruce's face after that, like it goes from his perspective back around to looking at him.
3: Mm-hmm. It's
2: you know, they they they've got some pretty interesting uh pretty interesting choices in the stylization and the cinematography in this thing.
0: So, uh Justin, what did Chad have to say? What which which do they prefer between these two? Let's
1: see.
3: Galaxy Quest
1: uh four. Galaxy Quest. Two, which I was surprised they got it too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean,
0: Galaxy Quest is far and above the more crowd pleasery movie. Uh, like right. it's a crowd pleaser on multiple levels it's got levels of 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 pleasing pleasingness um so let's let's get a panel vote here um eric what do you what's your vote what do you wh- which movie did you enjoy more what do you think is the better movie here Ah, uh, it's tough it's gonna be a, it's, gonna, it's gonna be a tough night boys hey, <laughs> if you need a minute we can come back
1: come back around
0: Come back. Justin, what do you think?
1: Uh, Galaxy Quest is coherent, and therefore, <laughs> important.
4: <laughs> and Justin... I knew how to work a
3: camera.
4: I mean, well, you already knew the answer before you asked him. That's that's true. Right, okay, what about you, Argo? Yeah, what not are you thinking?
3: Worked, Argo. <laughs> he was stalling
4: hey, you me. know what? I'm going with 12 monkeys.
0: Hey. hey it's it's just just got, we got we that, could, like, cerebral
4: touch. Yes. that like gets me going
0: absolutely and i was reminded that i think it was last night we watched it it was like three in the morning by the time the movie ended but i couldn't turn it off man i was like i gotta go to bed but i got uh, uh i couldn't look away it's it's so good um
2: yeah no it's so long but
0: it doesn't let you go like i honestly don't know what i want to vote for <laughs> to be honest this is too tough um well,
1: you're out of time, and we've <laughs>
0: honestly, I have to go with, uh, I, I, ironically, my monkey brain, and vote for Galaxy Quest, just because it made the brain squirt the happy goo so much just so much um i expected it to not hold up as well as it did and i don't know it's just it just made my little boy brain very happy so that's my vote eric what do you think
2: all right i love 12 monkeys a lot it's a fucking fantastic story it's a great movie but galaxy quest takes me back to a time when you still went to movie gallery and rented a movie yeah to watch for the weekend you know what i mean definitely and and it's got a lot of nostalgia there in that movie for me yes so
0: what's on galaxy quest it's a it's a big nostalgia movie. Nostalgia just what it's selling even at the time. Uh, so I expected it to be really surface level good. But it's it surprised me. It had a whole lot more going for it than I had even remembered.
2: There's one thing that does bother me in Galaxy Quest that is a big Uh within the first like five minutes mm-hmm. is a, a guy in the bathroom that's trying to make fun of all the people at the convention drops a hard r bomb
0: oh yeah yeah that didn't age well but i was like oh yeah just like ooh jars you takes you out of it for a second for sure
2: oh i guess it's good that they're the bad kids yeah they're
0: the bad guys they're They're, we don't like because they're certainly a
2: lot less likable now
0: all right so we've got our totals that's going to give Galaxy Quest 20 points to 12 Monkeys. Five, no hard feeling, 12 Monkeys. You're an absolute masterpiece of your time. We, we will see you on the loser's bracket, my friend. We are moving now into round two of our movie bracket. <clears throat> Heat number three. We're looking at Men in Black versus fifth element.
4: I fucking love this movie.
0: Two heavy hitters. Man, these are all heavy hitters this week. It is except for one. I'm gonna yeah, rail on right. one and we'll get we'll get to it. But
4: there. <laughs> oh yeah, it's definitely got my official seal. Man, that's a fun movie.
0: This movie is was the only one where the, the biggest complaint I had was that it could have been a little bit longer legitimately like I the third act felt a little bit rushed not a complaint I just wish I had a little more of that movie I, I could have I had a little bit more a little bit I had more spoons for that movie so who's got this one tonight Who's taking this
1: this one was mine it was uh yeah this movie is kind of a classic it's uh sci-fi Almost detective movie. If we it, it, uh, we follow uh, what's his name is James Daryl Edwards, Agent J. He starts out as a uh, NYPD cop. He seems like a you know, he seems exactly like a Fresh Prince kind of character. <laughs> you know, it's it's the definitive uh, <laughs> nineties uh, uh, Will Smith type character. You know, so he's like a kid from the neighborhood. He somehow joined the NYPD. We we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah, we we follow him mostly in the story and and uh well, one night he's chasing an extremely agile perp running extremely quick. He he, he narrows him down. He catches the guy and the guy pulls out a like piece of like alien weaponry that immediately disarms him and smashes and uh and um uh, fucking I forget have that scene there, but <laughs> anyways, Agent J gets recruited to be in the MIB, the Men in Black, which is like basically like immigrations and customs patrol, but for like interplanetary, intergalactic, visitors, yeah, intergalactic visitors, right, and immigrants, and like we find out there's a whole other world that Earth accepts immigrants, and this ta- this MIB agency is tasked with you know tracking and uh, kind of policing them, right. Mm-hmm and uh agent he uh gets recruited to join he's recruit. he's the best of the best i guess and he's pitted best against of the uh, best of the best sir yeah agents from the, every, every branch every branch of the
0: service
1: with honors
3: and he's hand picked
1: by his later uh i guess mentor agent k played by Tommy lee jones in this movie and, uh, uh, once Agent, at the same time, pretty much, a new alien arrives, the, our big bad of this movie. I don't believe he has a name, but he arrives and arrives on a farm on the planet and takes the skin of a farmer named Edgar. <laughs> and that's our big bad, played by Vincent D'Onofrio throughout yeah. this whole movie. And, uh which is like a great performance one one of the best ever he's like almost a zombie type guy. He really looks like a cockroach stuffed in a human suit a, a giant cockroach, yeah. which you know is yeah. what he is from his <laughs> physical movements to the the voice he does everything it's like just perfect visiting a mm-hmm. perfect foil and bad guy in this movie
3: mm-hmm.
1: and anyways, we kind of get into like a kind of a cat and mouse where agent j and agent k. Are hunting down uh, this bad alien, and uh, they, they're they hunting in the galaxy, play... right? Yeah, well, that's what the aliens after, mm-hmm. and they eventually get to catch on to that and start hunting that down. But they they play a lot with um, with uh, kind of like the policing that Agent K has done and the policing that Agent J has done as a regular cop, like that that scene they showed with Tony Shalhoub. They play where he goes in there to, he wants to see his uh, hot alien weapon, right? (laughs) By the end of the scene, not to be outdone, Will Smith is like, yeah, I'm gonna come back and talk to you about these Rolexes too.
3: Um, (laughs) (laughs) Because as a human, he's uh, peddling stolen Rolexes. As an
0: alien, he's peddling
1: guns. And uh, this is another movie with a lot of great world building, kind of, where it mixes uh, an alien world into our own world, makes it familiar with a lot like uh, what's the other movie we were talking about earlier? Fifth Element did mm-hmm. uh, seamlessly blending it, and uh, they eventually tracked down the uh, the galaxy, which is like a, a pendant. uh I, I guess the, it comes from a a, a prince. I, I forgot the name of the <laughs> alien civilization he comes from, but it's a prince. Yeah. He's on Earth. And uh, he's doing, like, a handoff of this galaxy to another alien. And they're ambushed by our uh, alien zombie, Edgar, we'll have to call him. Cause...
4: Yeah. The Archelians. Uh, all the
0: Archelians, that's right.
1: That's the Archelian prince is the guy that gets killed, right? Yeah. Anyway. Edgar runs off of what he thinks is the galaxy. It's, and, uh, and bounces. Meanwhile, the corpse obviously goes to the city morgue. With this pet cat, the the cat comes with the the cat comes with a corpse. It's a problem with the cat.
0: <laughs> it's your problem. It's your problem. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, and it turns out on the cat's belt his collar is the uh, charm that is the galaxy that is uh, the objectives of this movie pretty much. And uh, th- but they don't figure that out immediately. Agent K and Agent J. There's a Bit of a cat and mouse game as they're chasing the galaxy and Edgar. galaxy is
0: on Orion's belt.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like who who calls a collar a belt? Even an alien would know. They can't know where. <laughs> uh, yeah, come on.
3: <laughs>
1: Wait, come on. We spoke English up to that point,
3: anyway. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's a little bit of a stretch, <laughs> but that's it. That's fine. It, it well it crescendos when. Uh, what the uh, edgar eventually gets the galaxy and his spaceship functions on him or whatever and he makes his way towards like uh what's that like innovation park or whatever the wherever the world fair was in new york where they I, I can't remember the name of that powers place. Yeah. it's like some field in new york where like the world's fair was held at one time you know this big mm-hmm. globe looking they've there. got these
0: big saucers on on pillars you know and like in the movie, they're actual flying saucers and he's gonna escape the planet on them.
1: And anyway, while the crescendo is there, they end up pretty much just shooting him down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. K K dives down the gullet of this beast after the after the guns that they take. And Will Smith humorously <laughs> uh holds him off, wasting his time. Uh this is another. this is one of two movies on our on our list tonight that features like gratuitous cockroach stepping scenes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, um, that's something to note there. But this movie has a lot of uh, a lot of cool themes in it about how Jay goes from like his living in the in the normie world to being introduced into this in the no world, right? Where and there is like a a recurring theme where. You know, the, all the veterans are not phased at all by any of the uh these major events. You know, yeah, like yeah. alien world race threatening, threatening the planet. Events. Yeah, yeah, they're just like not phased at all. And meanwhile, Jay is not on the same page at all. You know, it's like let's we gotta get on this. And there's a major scene where Kay kind of dresses them down. He's like, "There's always an alien battle cruiser threatening down the planet. Always that." Yeah, and it's kind of analogous to like I guess like the real world. A lot of people just kind of most people just live their lives. You know, or and can't worry. Yeah. Blissfully uh, unaware no, of the bigger.
0: cosmic threats that are constantly staring us down. You know, mm-hmm. w- one thing they didn't hang a lantern on, but was a kind of a nice touch is they, uh, when the Arkillians they're threatening war. They're threatening to destroy the planet because their a, their Prince was killed on our planet and B the, the galaxy that he possessed, you know, they want it back. And so they're. They got our guns; their guns pointed at Earth, and they fire a warning shot, and they hit us right in the polar ice caps. You know, just to like, because our polar ice caps are melting. I don't know if you've noticed, but so that's like their like in-world explanation for that. You know, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that, I don't know what we can do without that. What a mess! That makes it a mess.
2: My cat keeps trying to put its
1: button in my face. What? It's <laughs> like, like, it's the butt. It's very uh, like, I don't want to almost noir. It's like a noir kind of theme to this, a little bit. It kind of records back to an older time. I feel like what, when was that? The '60s with the Men in Black. I guess that was the time the original comic book was out. This is based on a comic book, really. Men in Black. Yeah. Makes on comic book. Yeah. Let's... This is a pretty great movie. I think, uh, but I think a lot of this movie is carried on the characters' backs or like the actors' backs, a lot of the personalities. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of Will Smith's mm-hmm. um, character in this. And even Timothy Jones comes out of his shell a little bit in this movie. Yeah. Um, like he, he doesn't get too wild, but you know, he's a little something, a little more than you would expect. Uh, but. And wasn't this
0: movie done right? at the end of um fresh prince didn't fresh prince just wrap and he went basically weeks. from one set to the other yeah weeks yeah so he was yeah. full fresh prince on the brain
1: yeah maybe that's why the character feels very similar to his character in best prints almost
0: and the men in black I mean- are they're they're kind of a cryptid you know what i'm saying like it there there's a lot of reading you can do on what's considered the men in black and um they they they're known for being these like kind of surreal looking people um almost like they're aliens in a human suit kind of like a, the edgar a character is a nod to and um they're they're usually known for approaching you Right after you've experienced some sort of otherworldly event, you know, like you might see something weird like ball lightning. And then all of a sudden there's these weird people who don't know how to be people in black suits approaching you and kind of shaking you down. And so that's as old as like the Roswell stuff. So it's kind of playing on something like that as well. It's like a really fun look at what's a really scary kind of idea. Which is that's that's what one thing I like about it a lot.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, oh. And I like to think so. Uncle Fred was a Uncle Phil Uncle, Uncle was an alien. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
4: The men in black coming to you could be a scary concept, but guarantee you won't remember it.
3: Hey,
0: uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they have the newer lines. It might be his fresh Prince Canon. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that. I noticed that. When when um they're showing him aliens from around the world and he's like, Man, I had this one teacher, and I swear she was an alien. He's like, Yep, sure enough, she's an alien. And it says right down there, Philadelphia is yeah. is where he went to school. So, West Philadelphia, born and raised on the
1: spaceship <laughs> is where I spent most of my days it's a lot of fun so there's fun aliens there's like the little uh little what are, what are they are pygmy guys or whatever yeah the little they're guys like, yeah I, I don't know if they're bugs but they you know they make the coffee and they the cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. they call the them coffee. worms worms. worms
0: the fucking worm God. language is great yeah so yeah men in black definitely a fun one um Music by Danny Elfman I forgot all about that I didn't realize how I wa- This most recent I watched this week <clears throat> Produced by um, Steven Spielberg I didn't know the director Had also done Adam's Family Adam's Family Is one of my favorite 90's movies of all time
2: Lurch is the big guy In the restaurant with the That's right and yeah. Prince
0: I more think of him From Twin Peaks But I forget Yeah I always forget He's Lurch Same guy well. Yeah Eating got- the
4: pierogies, <laughs> yummy, yummy
0: pierogies. I want pierogies. I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah, pierogies. So good. So we already talked about our our other movie, uh, Fifth Element. So what did uh, what do you guys think, Justin? What do you think is a better movie, Fifth Element or Men in Black?
1: fifth element uh beats it out a little bit like like i I like to compare these two kind of based on their world building well Mm -hmm. they they did it in a different way one kind of blended more into our world but the you know both powerhouses of that and but fifth element is just better it's the whole world made from scratch it looks Mm -hmm. great i don't know what version it, whether we watched was like touched up but like the city scene in the beginning looked amazing like i was like just doesn't look like 90s animation at all to me cuz most right, of that true. city
2: most of the cityscapes and stuff were not animation they were built sets
0: yeah
2: it was only the the moving parts that were animated like if you watch the the scene when Lilo jumps off of the the side of the building she jumps off and you know she lands on a a green screen fucking fucking air cushion about 10 foot down but where it fucking (laughs) clips between that and the the animation of her there's like a weird like blur moment where it starts to move and you can really tell that it's
0: it's a CGI
2: character oh yeah for just a second before it blurs too far down for you to see
0: i got a question i remember watching men in black back in the day and i think there was like a post-credit scene or a mid-credit scene where there's jay talking to zed in the headquarters and he says something about something and zed ends up like opening a door and it and it the camera goes through the door and it's like it's a locker in like an alien like high school or something like that and it's all and massive I think uh. Then that wasn't in this version don't that I watched.
1: I don't think I've ever seen Men in Black 2. You've never seen Men in Black 2? I think, I think they do that Men in Black 2. There's like one, it's like a train lock. You might have. Maybe. I think that might, You might be thinking about Men in Black 2. But huh. i 100% on that.
0: I don't remember anything else from nah. Men in nah. Black 2.
1: Men in Black 2 is more love the, love the same. Love. Yeah, expand it's... on it. There's more aliens. You got your Balchinians <laughs> or a uh, banger from, yeah, uh, too. Yeah, no, that uh, check it out. Okay, I'll, have to, I'll was... I gotta rewatch too.
0: I forgot there was a two because they just made the 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 reboot remake. International, it's, yeah. internet. Okay, I never saw that. That was that's something else. Um, so Argo, what do you think? Which did you
4: what do you think is the better movie, Men in Black or Fifth Element? Okay, so Fifth Element is the better movie, mm-hmm. but I'm totally going off of what I'm going to put on right now. I'm fucking putting on Men in Black.
0: Yeah? Is that getting your vote? Yep. Yeah, sure is. Men in Black is a definite people pleaser. It's, it's a whole lot of fun start to finish. Yeah
1: in a different way i feel like i feel like yeah yeah i feel like they're both really fun in a different ways
0: yeah and uh eric what do you think
2: i i got to go on with a squinty bald boy bruce fifth element on this one
1: i'll take chris tucker over a will smith <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah. funnier he's
0: yeah i got to go with fifth element as well i think it's a mo- it's a better constructed movie Uh, Men in Black is fun, but Men in Black is almost like a vignette. You know, the editing is it's real fast paced. It moves through the story really quickly, and just like I said earlier, I wish it could have been longer. I wish it would have just let some of it breathe a little bit more. Um, but it's a small gripe, and it's it's this is not an indictment on Men in Black. I'm not saying it's a bad movie. I'm just saying I think overall, on the whole. Fifth Element um is a better movie in my opinion.
4: I said it.
3: <laughs>
0: definitely, definitely. Um so it chat said Fifth Element as well, right, Justin? Did I see that correctly? Yeah,
1: Fifth Element of 4. All right, this is our closest vote yet, you guys. Fifth Element 4 and Men in Black 3. So
4: there's four. Nice. I like nice. it. Nice. So I big, like good
1: show it. For Men in Black. Men in Black is good. Man in Black it's is great masterpiece.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. Fifth Element was was just kind of the um, the magnum opus for old Luc Besson. So that's going to give twenty points to Fifth Element. Five to Men in Black. Sending Fifth Element forward in the winner's circle. And now we move to heat number four. Two new movies: Demolition Man versus. The Matrix. The two worst movies of the night, you guys. Can you believe that? <laughs> we got uh, hot takes here on film. How does the bracket know?
4: Take. That is pretty spicy. That is that an is opinion.
1: <laughs> how? That is objective. How does the bracket know? We are going <laughs> to take a
0: look at the trailer for Demolition Man.
1: Oh, goodness.
0: So, we put Each. this movie on this week and i sat down with a gleam in my eye and joy in my heart to watch a movie that i remember liking and once upon a time last week i said next week we'll get a good sandra bullock movie we'll get demolition man I was so stupid last week. Argo, do you have a, do you have a question? Do you have a...
4: This movie officially gets my golden L of the week.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you hit your golden L buzzer. Uh, it is. This Talent
0: movie Ooh, does so not get tweaks holds up stamp. Nope. Oh my god, no. No.
4: Does not hold up at all um i will i will also take full responsibility for i curated this list
0: no it's fine we all we were all all deceived yeah we now we we part of the reason we do this show is to watch some nostalgic movies and take a real critical look at some of some of our favorite movies that that lives nestled snugly in our hearts um and a lot <laughs> of times they hold up and we're just having a big joyous glee fest here. It's all fun and games on film heat. Well, let me tell you, it's not all fun and games, people. It's not all <laughs> uh, it's not all as good as we remember looking back through uh, our nostalgia uh, goggles.
2: Rewatching this when pride the fondness for it right the hell up out of my damn memory bank and threw it in
0: the trash can. So let me start just with some good notes because there's a couple good things to say. Uh, it is fun. It at least takes a fun. It looks through a fun lens at the story that they tried to present. Um, it had a couple of funny bits, like, like Argo had mentioned, like, they set up the joke early on is like you can't cuss and every time you cuss the chime happens you get a ticket and like anytime anybody cuss for the rest of the movie you hear that chime even like off in the distance somewhere um kind of cute the three she- the three seashells is a uh, kind of an amusing one scene but other than that this movie
4: is irredeemable They even combine those two jokes into one when he's cursing to get the slips, so he doesn't have to fucking use the seashells.
0: Yeah. Yep. And that's you know that's that's an that's an entertaining little scene. But this, the point of this movie, is to use satire to poke fun at the pussification of America. America is getting too soft and becoming pussies and you, you lost your edge. And even in the beginning, Sandra Bullock, they introduced the Sandra Bullock character and she's like rolling around and she's like lamenting how she has to go back to HQ and sit around because there's not enough minorities to put her boot on. And then, the whole time they're just like <laughs> making fun, uh, like making fun of her coworkers. So we're just like, you're so stuck in the 20th century, man, it's just a big conservative crybaby fest." Just like, oh, nobody spanks their kids anymore. Hmm. Man. I'm, I'm
2: pretty sure there was a, a couple of vaccine jokes in there.
0: It is absolutely fucking stupid. It's a right. stupid movie with a stupid point. And when and the the writing is fucking god awful. Um, what was it? Oh yeah. First off, you, spoiler alert: the movie ends with Wesley Snipes getting frozen to death and. And Sylvester Stallone kicks his frozen head off, right? Well, they set that up in the very first scene when he says, Oh, sometimes I just lose my head. And Stallone says, I'll remember that. And like, and it's like, okay,
1: Jesus fucking Christ. Ugh. Ugh. And this then whole movie, the messages like to prop up like the death penalty, right? The message is this, yeah. if they had executed Wesley Snipes, right, then we wouldn't have this problem at all. That's like the Shawl shitty messages. It's terrible. It's
0: fucking terrible. It's the opposite of Starship Troopers where they're trying to use satire to make a stupid fucking point. Like... Yeah. It's a Starship Troopers' book. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's it's, it's modeled after the Starship Troopers' book. If we don't spend right. our
1: kids, we're going to be pussies. Uh. And
0: they even do this stupid fucking joke where they make a Rambo reference in the movie. Get it? Sylvester Stallone is Rambo, uh-huh. and he's in this movie. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, Q <laughs> boomers laugh everywhere. Ha, 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 ha. Mm. It is not good. Uh, I turned this movie off. Well, yeah. more accurately, the stream died, and I did not bother putting it back on. I had seen yeah. enough.
1: So... No, yeah. No, but let me see. The biggest cringe in this movie, let me just put in here, mm-hmm. is the is the bit that's straight out of fucking Dennis Leary's shitty stand up that he just copies and pastes <laughs> into this movie. He goes yeah. on like a monologue diatribe that's oh like my God. if if kids ain't don't stop being pussies, then the world is over. And, and it's just it's straight listed from his stand up, which is straight listed from somebody else's stand up, which is terrible. He's a hack. This movie is hack. The whole thing is awful. I wish we didn't watch it.
4: Big pile of garbage.
2: Big, big pile of garbage, Shaking pile, and of smoldering.
0: I just can't get over like how just betrayed I felt by myself, by my memory. Because we sat down and I was legitimately excited. I was like, "Oh yeah, this is a great movie. I love this movie. La, yeah. let's watch it. I'm yeah. so excited." And we put it on. No, does not hold up. Gets the anti stamp.
1: It's the dark side of nostalgia right here. Your yeah, memories yeah. will will fail you. Yeah. And yeah. so don't – it's not all just, you know, fun drip ride and nostalgia well, See, land. that's the thing
2: is it's one of those, like, conservative fantasy fucking diatribes that fucking want to bitch about how bad things are so a lot of us growing up in the south that was kind of the message we heard constantly so at that age yeah yeah
0: it didn't stand out to us
2: because that was yeah (laughs) Yeah. now we're a bunch of adults that know better and every time it comes up we're like cringe yeah
0: (laughs) well i for one am for the pussification of america if it means we're not yeah, we're <laughs> hey. I guess <laughs> if it's if it's the opposite of that, then I'm for okay,
2: no, it. Let's do it.
4: I guess mo- we'll have movies. to find out yeah. I guess we'll have to good. find out if Judge Dread is what we were actually remembering that we liked.
0: Maybe. Cuz right now I'm thinking about it. I like Judge Dredd. I remember it fondly. So we'll Ooh, see.
2: will <laughs> <see>. I remember. <laughs> I remember Stallone talking a whole lot less than Judge Dredd. Oh,
4: really, yeah. Stallone, Stallone is Stallone. just oh, not as good. Oh.
0: No, Stallone is really not good. He's yeah, Cop's an amazing movie. We did that one in our um, 80s sci-fi volume one. That was yeah. a great. That was a great one as well. That's coming soon to podcast, by the way. I
2: stand by First Blood being a good movie. Aside from that, I have no love for Stallone.
0: First Blood's a good movie. Um, Rocky One's a good movie.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's what got it in his head. He could do this damn movie thing. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, after
2: that, I guess he just started phoning it in. He's just like, I just did mean. He just decided
0: (laughs) to be Stallone on film from then on out.
1: Yeah,
0: it's up against against the Matrix.
1: Oh, yeah, damn.
0: The Matrix. I think we've wasted enough time talking about the bullshit demolition, man. Let's Let's take a look at the Matrix. Remember that? Remember the Matrix? Yeah. Boy, let me tell you, my heart sings and weird green characters moving vertically (sighs) what is there to say about the matrix
4: argo listen the only reason you wouldn't have enjoyed the matrix is if you were just too old or too young at the time it was a vibe You had to be there to catch it. You had to be in the right square to get it. Sounds defensive
1: almost. Off the bat, what's going on here?
4: Just saying. Just saying. Uh, It's got, you know, revolutionary cinematics and editing, special effects. Revolutionary themes. Revolutionary yeah. themes, uh, extreme philosophical undertones—that, uh, like you know, really make you want to know what is the Matrix.
2: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a pretty lame-looking trailer for the Matrix. There, that's not one of the, uh... one of the better trailers.
4: But basically, um, it's a movie about Keanu Reeves, who is government name in the matrix was Thomas Anderson and he's a computer software engineer for some big shot company where he gets chewed out by his boss if he doesn't show up on time and then he lives this other world where he's a computer hacker you know named neo where he uh, apparently sells some black market software on old school floppy disks in the night. And uh he's already got the itch. He's already asking the question. So he's out there and they're they're tracking him, which you can see in the opening of the movie. Which uh that opening scene in that movie took uh six months to train and four days to shoot there with Carrie Ann Moss, mm-hmm. who is Trinity, who uh is tracking Neo down. She finds him And uh, she has him follow one of his clients to the club. And uh, she kind of gives him the itch even more and sets him up to meet Morpheus, who's played by Lawrence Fishburne. old Larry. And uh, Morpheus is a smooth talker, and uh, he convinces him to take the red pill which essentially is a tracking program in the real world to uh, have him wake up into this silly little lubricant gel
2: (laughs) pod. Yeah. Who doesn't love that?
4: Where he, uh, Keanu Reeves actually lost uh, like 15 pounds and shaved all the hair off his body to do that scene. Pretty fun. And uh, essentially now he's awoken in the real world and he finds out it's a big piece of shit. But uh, Morpheus thinks that he's the one, he's the Jesus, and uh, kind of pushes him along and they go and they meet this oracle. She tells him, hey man, you ain't the one. Maybe you wait for your next life. So we go on and we're trying to get back out and the agents who are these like uh, gatekeeper programs for the Matrix, I guess, if you want to call them something, you know, some sort of uh, antivirus gatekeepers here. The agents and uh, they're all led by Agent Smith, who's played by uh, Hugo Weaving,
3: Mm
0: -hmm.
4: who actually had to have hip surgery during the filming of this movie. Wow. And uh you know they capture Morpheus and they lock him up and they're trying to get the the codes to the mainframe of Zion, mystical land. That if the agents can get the codes to the mystical land of Zion, then they can win this war. And Agent Smith can get out of the fucking matrix. But Neo thinks, you know, since the Oracle told him he had a choice, he can go and save Morpheus, whether he dies or not. Spoiler alert, he dies. This is probably the next life that the Oracle was talking about. Because after he dies, he then comes back to life as the one. The chosen one.
0: The chosen one.
4: Um, He then can see the code in the Matrix and... uh, doesn't have to dodge the bullets, as Morpheus says in the earlier parts of the movie, and stops them all, saves the day, saves Morpheus and Carrie anne and they all go and they live a happy, shitty life in the real world.
0: <laughs> Eating gruel. Flying as a bitch. What do you think? This movie was one of the first and most eloquent movies to say take a look at your life take a look at your world you really think you're in control you really think that's air you're breathing (laughs) i mean but it it was the (sighs) this movie came out and i was 13 or 14 right there at that age where you're starting to take a look at your world you know so this movie spoke to me like god speaks to you like it was just this serendipitous right time right place right message right audience this movie changed my world view and this was like the first movie that we ever got on dvd because it was right about that time I'm pretty sure it was everybody it in the world first yep. DVD. You know? That was
4: the movie that you were like, all right, I need to switch. Yeah. Wait, does and that mean this movie red pilled you? I haven't <laughs> even mentioned the soundtrack.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. It it's Seriously? Got these rebellious vibes using real world philosophy. Um it was just a masterpiece
1: for fourteen-year-olds everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Super duper edgy, edge lord. Uh, yeah, fat material right here. Like, <laughs> my mom hates stream, this to the movie, max. bro. And my mom not me watching this. Whatever, <laughs> mom. Let me tell you. You think
0: that's you. air you're breathing? <laughs> <laughs> Man, if I'm you talk a hot out. topic in
4: 1999, you loved this movie. Oh yeah.
2: If, if you were a teenage, <laughs> if you were a teenage boy and you saw this movie, and in the, the 90s, you had a at least a brief time frame where you were pretty convinced of it.
1: So you guys are coming around to my point then. My point is that this movie is all like facade and no substance. It's all style, right? And it was just a trick 14 year olds. I'm glad you guys are coming around here. <laughs> because, like, well, I think we're on the same page. I'm feeling better about this discussion than I thought going into this. So I'm feeling good. I'm no, out. won no, no, four no.
4: Academy Awards for sound design, sound editing, film editing, and visual effects.
0: This movie changed the world. I mean, period. Yeah,
4: yeah. It changed Time the world. was like a thing that was on everybody's mouth for the next five to ten years.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: They they started putting it into every video game. They they took bullet time and put it into fucking Madden. Fun
0: fact. Fun fact. It was actually in the video game first. Max Payne actually yeah. was the first to do bullet time. And Matrix came later.
2: So yeah. no, I'm saying, after that, like Madden started putting it in there. It, <laughs> if you if you dive over the post in the end zone. They give you a bullet cam fucking pan around your character midair.
4: This movie was one of the first movies to have a real, like, internet advertising campaign.
0: Oh, yeah. The website was like an interactive experience full of Easter eggs. Like, you could, I remember, you could spend like an exactly. hour and a half just like clicking around. Because exactly, you would get different stuff depending on like the order that you would click shit in it and stuff. Um, no, this movie is phenomenal. It was only yeah. ruined right. by the early two thousands college kids that
4: <laughs> were got way too obnoxious
0: and, and it that, almost so that's all... broke
4: everybody that worked on this movie in fucking half. In yeah. fact. Keanu Reeves himself had a two-level fusion in his spine and almost had both of his legs paralyzed, which is why it took so long for them to do that scene with him and Lawrence Fishburne and why it's mostly punching and not as much kicking. Uh, All the stuff that they filmed with his legs is later. And...
0: um there's an anecdote about how when the Wachowskis, they got funding for this movie and it was like a laughably small amount based on what they were trying to do. So they took a leap and they blew every penny of their funding filming that first scene, that opening scene that Argo mentioned. They spent every penny on that one scene and then called up and it's like, Nope, we need more money. And they were like, what? And they showed him that scene and it got him more money.
2: They were like, oh, well, here you go.
0: (laughs) Yeah. In that case. And that apparently wasn't the first time. They were like, okay, you can have more money. And then they blew all that money on, you know, X amount of the more movie, of of the movie. So it was very ballsy, uh, very brave attempt at dealing with the studio, which, I mean, I gotta gotta give him credit, you know? (laughs) And they made the most iconic movie of our generation, like period, hands down. There's not been a movie more lampooned, more. There, there's not a more cliche movie, period. And you don't become a cliche unless. I'm not sure. There's a movie that
2: had a that had a more obsessive or larger cult following.
0: It was, yeah, and not really a cult following, but a cultish, yeah adoration with which the fans really loved this movie but i mean this movie um, has many sins, you know? <laughs> this many sins it was cultish
1: there's many sins to be covered up here though like neo is a straight up mary sue right like if you've ever been like a new kid at a high school right you wish you had the experience neo got when he came out of the matrix onto that ship right where everybody's yeah. super interested in you and you're the chosen one right and you're you're uh innately innately interesting right that seems a little bit like wish fulfillment for that. So they definitely are targeting 14-year-olds here.
4: <laughs> this yeah. movie that only got cheapened by the fucking sequels that came God. after it.
0: Oh, my God. The God-awful sequels. If those had
4: never existed, this movie would hold up way, way, way more, and it would stand way more powerfully. But those happened. They're in our mind. It cheapens the whole experience, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, the sequels are not good. So everything good I have to say about the Matrix is only is limited to the very first movie. And you know, I could have a I could talk for an hour on the fourth one, not because it's great, just because there's a lot going on with that movie. And one day I would love to talk about it. Um, However, part of But that was part of the deal. When the Wachowskis got super brave and started blowing money left and right, um, the deal became okay. You can have a blank check, but you got to make it a trilogy, whether you want to or not. And they were like, "I really don't want to, but if that's the deal, that's the deal." Um, the second movie blew
4: 150 million on that one freeway car chase scene.
0: Oh, that's mm-hmm. right. But they made so much incredible like in- incredible amounts of money on those sequels. It's ridiculous based on the hype alone. Yeah. The, uh,
2: the scenes with the uh the the minigun on the side of the the helicopter and shit, the fucking gatling machine gun. They actually had to to turn the the rate the the firing rate down on that thing so that you could actually get a decent slow-mo Film of that thing because it spins so goddamn fast.
0: Yeah. Uh, did we did we get a poll going? Oh, okay.
1: We did. We did. Uh, they like The Matrix four to zero.
4: Okay. Of course they like The Matrix.
1: Because it's not fast propaganda. It is not that. I can say that. That's the best thing I can say. Yeah. Oh uh, man, Jupiter Ascending uh,
0: could have been such a good movie. I thank got, God
1: it's not. We would have a nation of little fascists if it was. Oh my God! If the demolition <laughs> man was more
0: popular. But <laughs> yeah, well, we do have a nation worse. of little fascists. I mean, that's where we ended up, any damn way. So none of this mattered. Right. We'll get uh, the bad guys win in the end. Um, yep. And we get we get a we get a, a big fat shit gout ridden billionaire who wants to talk down to you about how you're too much of a pussy. That's what we get in reality. It's bad guys win, Demolition Man wins, the world is garbage, so I can sit in my house and cover my ears and go, The Matrix is amazing, I love The Matrix so much, because that's my goddamn right as an American. I'm mad at the world now, thanks Demolition Man.
1: So no one's voting for Demolition Man. Speak up now. Yeah. All right. The Nays have it. Three, two, one, go. <laughs> <laughs> Send it. One, two, three,
4: four, Send it.
3: five. Send it.
0: 25 points to Zip. Sending Demolition Man where it belongs, right in the loser's circle, where the losers go. It is Is the golden L.
2: Is there a way to go ahead and kick it out of (laughs) the (laughs) losers?
1: sir? Yeah. We're just going to stomp it down there. I'm going to
0: give it a a negative vote. All right. (laughs) So moving right along for heat number five, we're looking at Gattaca versus Starship Troopers. Boy. It's a good one. Gattaca is a real arty farty movie. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. And I like, I gotta say, I like the name because the name is a play on the, the, uh, the DNA proteins, adenosine, thiamine, gyrosine, I can't remember what G is, but G-A-T, Gattaca, um, it's a good movie, um, who's talking about this one?
4: I got this one too.
1: Okay you are stuck in the garbage with Argo. Feel so bad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Both of hating. these I like.
4: I like side a side lot, up. actually.
0: They're, yeah, up. they're great. Uh, Gattaca
4: amazing. is a uh, is a more a more thinker kind of a movie. Um, <laughs>
1: way,
2: that's a fun way to say it, it's boring.
4: <laughs> it's uh, you know, it's a it's an interesting look. It's an interesting look about, you know, how genetics could be used to straight up control us, not based on how we look on the outside, but everything on the inside as well. Yeah. So sometime in the not too distant future, we see Anton, not Anton, Vincent Anton Freeman. Who's like a godchild is what they're calling it. Um, he basically was born in the time of genetic manipulation, but his parents were like, nah, we're just gonna leave it up to chance. Hmm. And they say that he's gonna die by the time he's 30 of a heart defect. Like, cause we got your genes, bro. Like, here we go. So they decide they're gonna have a second kid they treat this kid like he's got cancer uh and uh the second kid they actually have the full genetic makeup done specifically the way they want it everything taken out so the kids grow up and uh of course the the godchild Vincent uh you know, they no, Vincent do this is the
1: normal one. Anton is the
4: Vincent is baby. the godchild. Anton is the designer baby, yes. Mm. So the godchild Vincent one day beats his brother in a swimming race and decides that, yeah, I can do anything I want to. This genetics bullshit is not gonna hold me back. So he runs away from home. And uh, even though out in the world, you know, he thinks he can do whatever he wants. At first, he can't because of his genetics. So he gets a job as a janitor at a really high profile uh, aeronautics, kind of like a NASA. And it's called Gattaca. And so he realizes this is, you know, really what he wants to do. And he studies hard and he works out. He's like, this genetic shit's not going to beat me. And eventually he finds a guy on the black market, Tony Shaloub. third appearance this third week. Third
0: appearance this week, that's right.
4: Tony Shaloub shows up and he's like, yeah, okay, I can hook you up with a guy. Uh, got this genetically superior guy who got in an accident that nobody knows about. And we can give you his genetic material. You can pretend to be him and you can go get a job at Gattaca. So he does so, and he's, uh, you know, the 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 guy that's that's injured, is played by Jude Law. Um, Vincent is Ethan Hawke. Um, and Jude Law gives him genetic material uh, for you know money, and he pays the rent and everything, you know. So he basically takes care of him. He you know he cares him around the the apartment and stuff, you know, like it's a very symbiotic relationship between these two guys. They get, they get really intimate essentially. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so, uh, everything's going great. Ethan Hawke's doing his thing. He's going to go up into space to the Jupiter moon of Titan. And, uh, Everything's going well and then one day they come in he comes into work and the director of the 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 whole operation has been beaten to death by a keyboard the strongest keyboard ever made
3: was it missing
2: <laughs> a single key
4: so yeah uh the the authorities come in and you know, in this future utopia, they're going to go ahead and just do a full, like a vacuum sweep on this entire compound <laughs> and pull any sort of genetic material we can find at all. And essentially they find Ethan Hawke's eyelash. And, uh, they're looking for him, looking for him, looking for him. Uh, he, during all of his posing and, Avoiding, comes in contact with love interest Uma Thurman, who actually somehow got a job at Gattaca, even though she also has a heart defect, but hers gives her a longer lifespan versus his. I don't know why why she wasn't discriminated against as well, but that's not very explained. So uh, there's this whole... Rigamarole with the, it's kind of like a detectivey vibe for a while like a noir detective vibe
2: it's got a dope noir jazz soundtrack
4: yeah and uh eventually we just uh find out that it doesn't matter he's gonna go up anyways The doctor knows the whole time he lets him go. It doesn't matter. The the authorities find out that the second director of the flight program was actually the one that killed the head director because of this whole time window. It's really drawn out. Um, It's more about the human spirit than anything else.
0: I jokingly referred to it as Rudy in space. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. That's funny, actually. Uh, it's not untrue. It's the same message of the movie. Exact same message.
2: I think it's a better job than Rudy did it. <sighs>
0: that'd be a good matchup actually that's a matchup for another time but uh yeah yeah, this movie is a thinker it is a slow burn um it's a very
2: beautiful movie it's aesthetically mm -hmm. amazing yeah i love the way it looks i love the soundtracks i love the outfits i love the architecture and cinematography
0: i don't know where the budget went For this movie, it went straight into people's pockets. I guess because this movie is entirely just like people in a room talking.
4: It went into the acting because that's the best thing about this movie.
0: That's true. We got some heavy hitters delivering some uh, some powerhouse performances for sure.
2: But there's something about it
0: that just makes it drag. Don't put this movie on if you're tired. Don't. This is not a watch before bed movie. This, this is, is like drink a cup of coffee and like sit down and be ready to pay attention. Because there's a lot to yeah. love in this movie. Yeah.
2: yeah, no, it's it's not a bad movie, like by any means. Just man.
4: And we're already there. We're already at that point where at, they yes. are pretty yeah. much. Yep. Altering have,
0: genetics. Uh-huh. But we have CRISPR now. Where mm-hmm. we can just literally, on the fly, just literally make an incision in your jeans.
2: Just snip that right on out of there. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, this is, is this is a really movie? smart movie. This is a movie for, like, rocket scientists and bioengineers. <laughs>
1: eh, no, not even, not even. I feel like it's pretty simple. This movie has been made... Yeah.
3: Um, no, it's been, uh, a it's couple times over now. right just,
1: because yeah. this is the movie was directed by andrew Niccol, and he made this movie again in that movie end time featuring justin timberlake which is a better movie than this with the same message <laughs> right this movie is a way you think of... "End times better yes now listen this movie is just a way of uh illustrating the haves versus the have-nots right so like the people that have the money to be able to get these babies genetically modified they automatically get good jobs, right? The same way now people that have money to get their kids to go to college yeah. automatically get these good jobs. It's like yeah. a metaphor for that. It's the haves versus the have-nots in this movie. It's like all
4: it's about. Even though like, there's not a single black person in this whole fucking movie. It... Yo, yeah. <laughs> Didn't even think about
0: that, but that's a yeah, very solid point.
4: A black person <laughs> not in not in a one. Movie. It really like t- takes it to that next level of like one day that's not even gonna fucking matter because the hell, it's all there's based only thunder. one woman in You're this movie. No, 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 Blood. is that movie
1: saying that the the genetic out all black people? There's that two, two oh, oh shit, is that what the movie's saying? I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to think about that. Is that what this movie saying? I don't want to think about that. Is that what the movie's saying? Is this oh, a Eugenics no. movie? Oh, of course no. it's a Eugenics movie. This oh is, no! This movie. I'm out. Oh no! I'm out. Uh, my life is shattered. My my. Oh shit! They
0: fucked oh, up god. with this movie. They didn't. They screwed oh, no. up. are not
1: doing that. Oh my god! Oh my god!
0: Oh my god! That takes it to a totally different level. I hadn't even thought about until wow. right now.
1: <laughs> Argo, you ruined this movie for us. No, god, They come genetically on. <laughs> edited out all of the black people in Gattaca. Okay. No. Wow. Wow. This is. <laughs> A dystopian future. That's why it's it's Art Deco. It looks like shit. Oh, I okay, I lied.
4: The Doctor, the Doctor, the Doctor. What about the it? one doing the genetics? Is a black guy. Who? And, oh, in the, be- yeah. in the uh, beginning of the, in the movie, beginning? the Doctor. Okay. Yeah. That's, okay. That's when. Right. No, that's when he's born, bro.
1: That's when he's right. born. When he's an adult, do you see any black people left? <laughs> he's grown up. <laughs> By the time he's grown up, he's 20 years old, bro. This movie is sick. I don't like this oh. movie. I'm sick. I'm, I'm uncomfortable talking about it. Okay. Let's talk about 12 Monkeys some more, actually.
3: <laughs> Get about to sleep. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> All right. What is oh, we it was nice we keep the takes
0: hot on Film Heat, y'all. <laughs> Holy shit, though. Scary that, is. that is a. Let's talk about wow. Starship Troopers.
1: That's a scary. Let's talk about,
0: troopers. <laughs> let's talk about Starship Troopers.
1: Oh a nice cozy, go. <laughs> nice, cozy feel good movie go. oh Do Lord dark shit Jesus, okay, I gotta go no more,
0: oh God, that hurts that hurts. I didn't never thought about that, so I took notes on notes on notes. I got notes in the side and notes down here, and notes on top. Starship Troopers is one of my favorite movies of all time um oh my God, and for up, very complicated reasons let's go to the trailer real quick before i get started starship troopers has been an integral part of who i am and that is for many reasons there was there's been a journey uh involving me and starship troopers this movie came out in 1997 i was 10 years old i saw this movie in theaters with my dad and brother um I think Justin was there. I can't remember. He's probably taking a piss. Um, I did not get it. I, the satire was completely lost on my ten-year-old mind. Um, I remember seeing this movie and going back to school, and there was like a click of other kids who had also had the privilege privilege, privilege of seeing this movie. And we would just have powwows where we would just talk about it and talk about it. And we were just basically jerking each other off on like how much we wanted to fight and win. We're going to fight. We're going to win. Uh, I'm
1: going to say kill them all.
0: We were openly wishing for some sort of attack on our country that would give us casus belli, which means a cause for war because we wanted to enlist and we wanted to go and we wanted to kill some others indiscriminately. We didn't need a reason. We just wanted to, because that's what you do for your country. Um, I was 10 years old. Uh, Time went on and thankfully I did not die. So now I am still alive as a much older, wiser individual. And now I get to appreciate this movie for the perfection In satire that it is. Um, Never have I seen anything satirize a fascist society by showing it in its perfect state. You know what I mean? He illustrated fascism operating at 100% capacity... And made it more scathing than anything else I've ever seen in my life. This is one of the, this is a master class in satire. And as I grew and learned and looked back at this movie, um, I was able to appreciate more and more. And that's why I mean this, this, Danny DeVito produced Gattaca? Wow, that is a fucking crazy factoid. But... Starship Troopers is a story about a world, an Earth, where the America, the white people, have conquered Earth. They control every square inch of Earth. It's the year 2197, and the Galactic Federation, if you will, the the Earth Federation has run out of enemies to fight and kill on Earth. There's literally nothing left unconquered. So they start looking elsewhere. And at the beginning of the movie, humanity is at peace. A very, very short-lived peace because they've already set up that they are preparing to instigate war with these this species of bugs. The pre-war um, propaganda is already talking about bugs. It's getting people ready to hate the bug, to be at war with the bug. Even our high schoolers, our 30-year-old high schoolers that we follow <laughs> through the first act of this movie are learning in high school about the bugs. Everything is revolving around the bugs. Uh, People are being conditioned to hate and kill the bug. And it reminds me of my time as a small child in the pre-9-11 world when every movie was about the evil Muslim who hates you. They hate you and they hate your freedom and they hate your way of life. And every movie, it seemed, was telling, you, telling us that. True uh, Lies. True Lies is a good one, where they're just unabashedly, these are Muslim terrorists, and they hate you, and they hate your freedom, and they hate your way of life. Just recently, we did a film heat on um, Samuel L. Jackson movies. One of those movies was called Rules of Engagement, which is all about how the Muslim hates you, and they hate your freedom, and they hate your way of life. The movie came out in 2000, just before a certain event that slipped in my mind. Something I'm supposed to remember about 2001. I don't know. Um, Yeah, humanity, Western uh, culture was conditioned to hate the other and be prepared. And when I'm watching the scene in Starship Troopers where everybody is running to the television screen and watching the attack on Buenos Aires, um, it takes me right back to a particular time in my life when everybody was running to the television screen and watching an attack on our soil. Um, and I remember in the weeks and years following all of my peers and all of my fellow Americans going, I'm from Buenos Aires and I say kill them all. Um, this movie perfectly predicted 9-11. It had perfectly predicted how the powers that be in the West were going to pull us into a new war. And unfortunately for all of us, 10-year-old me got his wish. It was four years later, four measly years before 10-year-old me would get his wish and we would have that causes Bell-Eye. Luckily for me, I had grown a lot and I did not enlist and I did not go to kill the other, uh, but a lot of people did. A lot of people had a lot of fervor with which they did. Um, this movie is a masterpiece. It is a scathing satire of our culture, of of our life and uh, and it's really good. Um, and there's lots of love about the movie itself too, outside of its <laughs> cultural relevance. Um, the In the beginning of the movie, every single adult you see is permanently disfigured from war. Every single one. Even th- when he's signing, when he's, he's going, he's talking to somebody. He's like, I want to sign up for the mobile infantry. And the guy's like, God bless you, son. Mobile infantry made me the man I am today, and he shakes his hand, and he's got prosthetic
1: arms. At the beginning of the he's movie, and Red Jack's class are there. Yeah, yeah, that that's that one. But the the at the beginning of the movie, and the, the movie expands on like kind of the worldview of this world, and their pol they're like politics class that Red Jack is teaching, right? And mm-hmm. he asks reach, and he asks Rico like, why are veterans the only ones who can fucking are worth a shit in this society, pretty much, right? He yeah. says because they put their body on the line. To, to preserve, like, the body politic or whatever. They put their lives yeah. online to preserve the body politic. This is a world, this is an upside-down world, right, where only, where, where veterans are on top of civilians. Like, our society has, is, is reliant on, like, a civilian president to, like, you know, run the army. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we go into, like, fashion land. This is an upside-down world where only veterans can vote, only veterans are citizens, right? Yeah. That makes an upside-down world from the start, right? There. Yes, exactly. You're
2: not, a, you're not a citizen, you're just a civilian,
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and uh there's even the the uh biology teacher who is played by one of the golden girls um yep. eric pointed that blanche. out
2: blanche devereaux yeah uh... yep and, she and uh and line, and she's head. yeah
0: she's blinded and she's got yeah. like the space age the tech to help her head. with that um fun fact Cas- casper van deen who plays rico uh he went to fsu and he was a member of the Sigma Alpha Epsilon fraternity here at FSU. Wow. A uh, little fun fact. He, he was born in um, Fort Walton Beach, just between here and Pensacola. His dad was a fighter pilot. So he uh, his high school was like a hyper-fascist military private high school that he went to. So he was already a lot well-versed. Like ours would have been
1: if we stayed on the base, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, if we had stayed on the base, definitely. Yeah. Um, Paul Verhoeven is the director of this movie. He's one of my favorite directors of all time. Certainly the 90s. uh, We got two Verhoevens this week. So good. Um, The cast only agreed to do the co-ed shower scene, the naked scene, if Paul Verhoeven directed it naked, which he happily obliged. Uh, he's the kind of guy that would not have problems with like, that, so yes, he yes, certainly yes. did not. Yeah, so I could just see him just naked. <laughs> he's like, "Wait, I get to be naked too?" He's like, "Oh, Ash. you don't." He's like, "Don't threaten me with a he's good wearing,
1: time." He's wearing nothing but a viewfinder, I'm sure. You know, <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Please. Um, there's uh, this movie is like I said, it shows a fascist utopia, and in in that way is the best way to to satirize it. Um, there's so many little little things that indicate what a dystopian world it actually is. During the shower scene, they're going around, and one guy's like, "Why did you join? Why did you join?" And the the uh, chick with the short red hair, uh, she says, "She joined because she wants to have babies, and serving in the infant serving in the military is the best way to get a license." indicating that license are needed to procreate. Um, Paul Verhoeven you know, had never,
1: I'm sorry, go ahead. Enhanced I was just going to say in that same scene, there's the character. I had his name written down, but uh, uh, he says he got, he got into Harvard, right? But he wants the Federation to pay his way. Right. Yeah. That What, what I'm warning is how did he end up in mobile in infantry? If he's smart enough to get into Harvard, right. When Corbin right. was like, walking into the fleet and and special forces. To somebody who was smart enough. So how is he in mobile infantry? There must be like some like a racism or some shit in there. i about that, to say, wasn't was like, he
0: like the only Latin, Latinx yes, yes, individual? Yes. yes. And I that probably had something to do with it because you didn't Same. see any people of color whatsoever in the in the female, fleet.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, Paul Verhoeven had never read read the book Starship Troopers leading up to this movie, and he attempted to. Uh, when they decided to make the movie and gave up. They said it was a piece of shit book and uh, it was too boring and too right wing for him. So he had the was- writer give him the rundown. Uh, he need it. he <laughs> of- didn't need it, bro. Didn't you don't need it. need it. No, absolutely not. Um, Paul-, Paul Verhoeven grew up in Nazi occupied Netherlands. So he had firsthand experience living under fascist rule. Um, that is why all of the propaganda videos that they show in the movie, they are modeled after real life Nazi propaganda videos like and they are spot on. Go online and look them up and you will see exactly what I'm talking about. All of the costume design is literally Nazi regalia. All of the iconography is based on super closely on Nazi iconography. So it is a huge wonder why so many people missed the satire. I remember missing the satire and so many people I know also missed the satire. How, how, how did we miss this? It is, it's completely ridiculous. Um,
2: played it too straight
0: played it he played it super straight but people just americans love nazis bro that's just the bottom line like we have a huge fucking hard-on for nazis on set as a funny anecdote on set they had a nickname for neil patrick harris because he's like the super high officer or whatever. And he's always wearing the SS regalia. Yeah. Like and so. on set, they they jokingly called him Doogie Himmler. And oh. I just think that's hilarious. Oh, like, my
2: God.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> no. Oh, and, my God, oh, my God, no. man,
0: and anybody who's seen this movie knows it's, it's an absolute gore fest. People being ripped apart. There's just blood and guts and gore everywhere. But the biggest part of this movie that gave Paul Verhoeven trouble with the censors, you guessed it, the shower scene. Wow. Yep. They had no problem with the Nazi iconography and people being ripped to fucking shreds. Or and amb- none of that. Yep. Yeah. But you show a booby, You show a booby, and that's a no-no. You
1: show a booby. And there was no, no dog in the shower scene, which was like disappointing. Like, yeah, um, yeah. You I mean, me one grow a pair, a mushroom. Like what the hell? Yeah. I mean, there's all that pain,
2: and you're not going to show any of it to nobody. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. You know, Jake Beast would have would hung it oh, all, all hang out. That motherfucker Come on.
2: He got the fucking. <laughs> He's <was> like, "I'll
1: <laughs> pay you to hang dong on camera." Come on.
2: He's <laughs> like, "How <laughs> much I gotta pay? How much you need?" Can I show
0: my dick or what? Yeah. America loves murder, hates its own genitalia. And um, yeah, Rico even is Spanish for rich because he's a rich boy. That's the reason why he has all of the privilege. His parents have all the privilege they do because they're able to basically buy their way around citizenship. And that's yep. why the Jake Busey's character is always calling a rich boy and stuff like that because he got to do everything that citizens got to do without actually being citizens so yep. but
2: Jake Busey actually learned to play the uh the 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 violin for that scene
0: that's where right. they're
2: all playing and he breaks out the fucking violin and all the fucking footballs and shit he starts playing he's actually uh actually playing that shit.
0: Definitely, and um, the Ezra. oh a little fun anecdote I found um, the come on you sons of bitches you want to live forever is actually from a real person, Sergeant Major Dan Daly in World War One is accredited to saying that before ordering his men over the top, and the um, what's his name. Clancy's character who gets himself Zim. busted down to pre- Zim. Zim. yeah Zim gets himself busted into private so we can see action uh Sergeant major Dan Daly historically refused promotion uh above enlisted because he wanted to stay on the ground he wanted to stay at the front and stay fighting so so I am a big white honky. I don't know if you can tell by looking at me, but it's true. I'm a big honky. I'm a big white guy. Um, I was raised to be fascist. I was raised to love my country, and I was raised to die for my country. I love war. I play war video games. I study war history. War is something i've been conditioned to to love and even today as an adult
1: the military pay for you to be born what are you talking about it's true true.
0: it's true so like this movie speaks to me It, it touches me in a way that is super unique to me and i can only feel thankful that i have the presence of mind to realize it and to see it from an objective angle and um and appreciate the irony and the satire and and realize what there is to be satirized about my own culture so i fucking love this movie so goddamn much um and that's all i got to say about that
1: I got some things I want to highlight. A couple of things I wrote down in my notes here. A lot of notes this week. Notes every yeah. week. It's going to be a long show. Buckle in, folks. Yeah, <laughs> Buckle up. Folks. Yeah. Uh, we got stuff to say. There was say. A, a, a line, even though this is like Fast City in this in this movie, there's a line that rang true with me. When Johnny uh, approaches Ratsack Rat at, at the at the dance in the beginning, Ratsack says, he has, um, you know, like Johnny's a big fucking pussy in this movie. He doesn't know. He, he makes none of his own decisions. He's making all of the decisions based on everybody else, right? He straight up asked yeah. Ratjack what he should do, right? This is yeah. what Ratjack says for him: figuring things out for yourself is the only real, is the only freedom anyone really has. Use that freedom, and I think that line rings true even in our universe. You know, like nobody's gonna fucking prescribe your life, really. Most of the time, like you gotta figure this shit out, like in this life. I don't know. That that line rings true, even though most of the, shit in the- well, for me. definitely.
0: And it's it's a small bit of even in-universe wisdom from a character who is meant to be one of the most hyper-fascist characters, you know. And he says, like, it's one of the only freedoms we've got,
1: you know. Yeah, and admitting that nobody's free. And, well, and nobody's free, fascist, exactly. And a fascist thing, everybody's a slave, so in a fascist society, so. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, Clancy Brown, as you have mentioned, fucking kills it in this movie. Yes. The supporting cast is probably better than the main cast in this movie, almost, because yeah, like, there's a lot of cool folks in the background and ancillary folks. Oh, well, one thing I noticed in the boot camp scene, I thought it was pretty poetic. The guy that they have doling out those lashes was a black guy. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was pretty... You know they chose that. That was definitely chosen, right? Like, um, That was no accident. Yeah. Mid to,
0: meant to piss Rico, off. Yeah. There's people in the audience that look like me. Yeah, Michael Ironside. Huge shout out to Michael Ironside. Absolutely steals the show.
1: Yep.
3: Yep.
0: Oh, and what's his name? The guy from Breaking Bad, who is the, uh, not the drill
1: sergeant, but he's like the, the lieutenant in charge of the drill camp. Dennis? Dean Norris. He was Dean amazing. Norris. He's awesome. Yeah. He's amazing. Mm. He was in he Gattaca. He was in Gattaca this week. Yeah. And, uh, and this movie uh, that I can think of right now.
4: MVP of the week, Tony Shaloub.
1: Yep, yep. Yeah, this movie, there's a lot of shitting on Rico in this movie, right? He gets dumped. There's a sad sex scene where he's saying goodbye to his girlfriend, Carmen, at the station, and he sadly <laughs> forces her to say, I love you, to him. He's like, say yeah. it. And she's like, clearly already on up his surprise. ass. And he's like, it's so cringe. It's cringe. Uh, just, like, ah, just try it and see like, if it. You like it. And she's yeah. like, yeah. What the it's fuck? so cringe. You know that dear Johnny letters coming later. guys let me let me let me point this out there's another big part in the boot camp right where johnny is going for squad leader right right and and there's an accident during the live fire exercise right right and this accident is down to dizzy dizzy like falls down each shit discharges her weapon into breckenridge's brain dizzy does that shoots breckenridge dead and gets those lashes for Johnny that I just mentioned. That is all on Dizzy. hundred yep. percent. She fucks up right there. Um, poor Breckenridge gets killed because of it. Poor Breckenridge, That's- yeah. And so they,
0: gives, they like, blamed
2: the- it on him not having his helmet on when they yeah. got shot from here.
0: <laughs> that was another thing uh that I thought like everybody who watches this movie wants wants to think they're Rico. They think they're the hot shot rich kid who's going to go in and win the day and survive to the end of the movie. You are not, Rico. No. You are Breckenridge. You are the shit chick- nobody <laughs> who gets killed in boot camp, all right? Like, that, guess what? Or you're the, you are not either, special, yeah.
2: Either that or yeah. you're the guy that trips and shoots
1: him.
0: Yeah. Or right, you're I the chick spell. that quits, like, like uh, after it happens. like. So, I wanted to I jump can,
1: forward a little bit. in
0: the. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I'm sorry.
1: Okay, I just want to jump forward in the plot a little bit. too. I had some points to say about later on. He gets he's in the service proper, right? After you know he decides to stay after uh uh Buenos Aires gets devastated, and later on they go in the next act of the movie is the assault on Clan Dathar, right? Like the bug kind of stronghold, right? And they and they're sending in. Um Like this movie kind of does a disservice to the books a little bit. Like the books kind of gets super into, like, the weaponry and stuff. And in the books, the mobile infantry are, like, kind of like OTSD jumpers. They, like, jump from orbit, and they have, like, more power armor, they're more space marines, right? And so that makes this movie a little bit lopsided. Like, who starts an assault with people, infantry, right? As we see in this movie, people running on foot. No war is going to go like that, right? I think it's kind of hilarious to point that out, that of course they get wrecked because they send people on foot with small arms to assault it. Like, what is going on? And I realize that's just a a part of the filmmaking. They're not trying to, like, design tanks and shit. But I just thought that was kind of funny.
0: And it also works because they know their their most plentiful asset is human life. So that's what they're willing to spend. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not concerned with human life, so burn it, you know? That's yeah. a good point. You're right. Yeah.
1: You're right on that. Another thing inside on that, Glenn, Matthew. I'll Go ahead. Inside of those prop rifles
2: is a Ruger Mini-14 and an Ithaca M87 12-gauge.
1: <laughs> hey, that's pretty cool, because there's a lot of cool weaponry in this game. As like yeah. a little fascist kid, I was all about it, you know? like I'm telling you. This and the weapon scene from T2. Loved it. Well, loved it. well
2: good luck. <laughs> Hey, good news. You can get one of the kits to build that if you want. (laughs)
1: Uh, I wanted to point out also in that Klendathu scene, there's a, uh, what we call on the internet, a kiss the cameraman moment, right? The guy is reporting, broadcasting live from Klendathu. He's like, it's an ugly planet. No, Bob Bob Brennan, Brennan. Right, And then he yeah. gets wrecked and impaled, right? The cameraman does not miss a frame. He stays <laughs> on
0: shot. Yeah. The cameraman, right there.
1: <laughs> that guy. He gets all the action that, that man getting disappointed yeah, It's a great scene.
0: It. Oh, yes.
1: Yep.
2: Yep. Cameraman ends up fucking eating it, doesn't he?
0: But, yep. boy, I could talk three hours on Starship Troopers alone. Um, I don't want to go too, too long. We're already at our usual three Let's hour say, mark we now. <laughs> we got a lot more bracket this. to go. Um, was there anything else that you wanted to touch on real no,
1: quick? Justin? No, That's it. That's it.
0: Cool. Yeah. Um, so Starship Troopers has a very special, very unique place in in my life and in my heart. Uh, it has been a part of my growth as a human being. Um, so without a doubt it's getting my vote on this bracket. Um Poor Poor Gattaca, I think, is a solid movie, but it should have gone up against something else. Like right. not the mo like one of the biggest powerhouses of the entire night. Um That's the
1: bracket goes.
0: Did uh did chat have a have an opinion on this? Dr.
1: Chippers. For Gattaca, one. I'm surprised they
0: got. got hey, Gattaca is a great. It's a great flick, but hey, Starship Troopers is a cornerstone of our entire culture. So, um
2: like I said, I feel like I should have liked Gattaca more because I like it. I don't know. Maybe it's the pacing. Maybe I don't know.
3: It Some is about it.
2: Just fucking felt like it was dragging.
0: Yeah, it's a great story, and it's unfortunately poor filmmaking, kind of. I don't want to rip on Gattaca. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's great.
2: Like the aesthetics of it, I thought were great. I loved the the, the like sepia tone filming. I loved the the 20s aesthetic. Fucking, you know. Mm-hmm. I I love that film noir feel that it had, but there was something that just drug.
4: Uh it's too many plot holes. Yeah.
2: Maybe that's it. Maybe uh, maybe it was just because they leapt from point to point without filling in gaps.
4: That's only the really negative thing I can say about that movie is it's got these like really fucking odd, open ended plot holes that just yeah. like huh? Like what?
0: Yeah, the audience is meant to just kind of hand wave and it's a
4: little bit difficult
0: to do. Um
1: Yep.
0: Starship Troopers. The
4: movie does a lot of what is called show and not tell. Yeah. So what, what do you
0: think, Argo? Um, does that mean Starship Troopers is getting your vote? Yeah. Eric, what do you think?
2: I'm voting Starship Troopers as an adult, not Starship Troopers as a 13-year-old. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Justin, what about you?
1: Starship Troopers on the way. I, to both. I yeah. meant to ask. I
0: think you were from the camera at the time. Were you there with us? Did you go see that in theaters with us? I don't think so. Don't
1: okay. Think so. I'm pretty sure I watched it on tape. We had a fucking bootleg version of it. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was probably a couple years later before I was able to watch it. Okay. Um, and of
0: course, of course I'm going to Starship Troopers. I just talked for about an hour on it, so... Sorry like for going it. a little long on that. <laughs> I was about to say we, we have it's it's a huge it's a huge part life. of my life it's a huge part of who I yeah. am um and it, it it's you know it's, it's just movie. right there it's a big so, movie twenty five to zip starship troopers moving forward um introducing us in heat six to our last new movie of the night the last one we haven't seen before I believe. Uh Yes, the last one we haven't seen is Total Recall, my firm number two favorite movie. Another Paul Verhoeven. Let's take a look at the trailer. Yeah. Boy, talk about another masterpiece.
4: Argo? Okay. Okay, so before we get into this one, I want to say that uh, last week I read a wrong list. The last movie on that list was Stargate. Oh, you did that is incorrect. This is the movie that was supposed to be on there from Jump because mm. it's better. yeah, yes, we're talking about it again. Yes, it's Arnie again. Yeah. but this movie belongs on this list, and Absolutely. you're right.
1: I needed I needed two or three more watches this movie. And to be honest, I just got the point of this movie. I've been looking for a message or a movie. And this is—I'm going to say it up front—the message of the moral of this movie is: you can be whoever you want to be, not who you're programmed to be. And that's a good message to go into after just talking about Starship Troopers, yes. right? Yep. That's the message of this movie. Regardless that's of your it. programming, you can always change it. You can do so whatever you want. The human spirit is kind of the same message as Gattaca. It's Gattic.
4: Rudy Gattic. on Mars.
1: Rudy on Mars. <laughs> but, but, Rudy yeah, on Mars. One more ask again. Again. <laughs> And yet again, they did it better. <laughs> yes. And so, like, I'll, I'll explain that. Like, this movie starts out, like, following uh, Douglas Quaid. He's me- you're meant to believe him to be a regular blue-collar worker on, on Earth in whatever future time this is set in, right? Mm-hmm. He fucking works in, like, a c- construction site, jackhammering at a noise factory, whatever, right? He's got <laughs> the fucking assholes at work. He's got everything. He's a normal guy in whatever time this is. He's got a fucking hot wife. But, you know, he's built, Right. However, he's having, like, he's fixated on Mars, he's having dreams on Mars, dreams about Mars, dreams about this woman that is not his wife, right? And these dreams are, like, affecting his marriage and shit. He's fixated on Mars. He's watching a news report, and it's like, oh, a lot of terrorist action on Mars, and he wants to go to Mars. He's obsessed with it. He can't stop thinking about it. He sees an advertisement for this place called uh, Recall, Recall Inc., they sell memories of vacations and shit, right? That's how you can take a mem- take a vacation in the 21st. He goes there, and he doesn't get what he's expecting, right? They put him in the machine, and it it, it pops his uh. They, they say it in the movie. It, it pops his memories, his already implanted memories. It it screws up. It doesn't work at all. He's, he freaks out and runs out of there. This like triggers uh, uh Michael Ironsides to like start chasing him down. Pretty much, we don't know who this guy is at first, he's just after him. He fucking goes and meets up with his work buddies who so he thinks he's safe with. They fucking try to lead him back to fucking Mike iron Everything about him seems to be set up until he gets like a lifeline from this guy, Hauser, right? He opens his lifeline as a message from Hauser. It's cash, it's tools, and, and, and how he's gonna advance himself in this new world and how to, he says, get your ass to Mars, is the message he gets. After he gets the message, he evades fucking Richter from like iron sights yet again, Boom, boom, lots of shooting. This is a shoot happy movie. It's worth
0: mentioning. Hauser is himself. Like he gets yes. this video message from this guy named Hauser, and it's him.
1: So you're right. Correct. Correct. He tells him to get his ass to Mars. Correct. Fucking, he already wants to do. It's all about Mars. But he make. He, uh I guess the. Uh, in that suit is a mask of a lady, <laughs> which he puts on in order to smuggle himself into Mars. <laughs> the iconic uh, two weeks scene where uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger comes out of this huge lady we're meant to believe. <laughs> <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger's nice lady. <laughs> and she escapes Richter yet again there at the check-in on Mars. So on Mars, he's following a, a, like a, a trail of crumbs, right? Left form, supposedly by uh, Hauser, this Hauser character. And uh, he, he finds his way to what? the last, The last resort brothel, pretty much. Right Where he meets up with uh Molina who's like a member of the the uh resistance on Mars the Mars is kind of being um, um put on heavily by an over the administrator of mars is named- uh Cohagen and he's like trying to put down and uh suppress the people of Mars and stuff super heavy handedly and uh he works with uh he works with these resistance people to find out. Who he really is and what's going on. He uh, comes to confront uh, Copenhagen. Copenhagen. I keep wanting to say Copenhagen. <laughs> <Co-Hagen>. <laughs> yeah, for some reason my mind autocorrects. I'm gonna but confront that dip. He does find out in the end that he is Hauser, and Hauser is actually a piece of shit. Who he was slash is right. He doesn't feel any connection to this person at all, though. Right, since he's been pretty much reprogrammed to be Douglas Quaid. Right. And it comes to find out that Copenhagen reprogrammed Hauser to be Douglas Quaid in order to infiltrate the mutant, like separatists who have psychics amongst their ranks, right? So that was his plan to get his mole in there. And it pretty much goes off without a hitch because Quaid does end up leading Copenhagen's agents straight to Quado, the resistance leader, who is like a psychic clairvoyant mutant. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh at that point in the movie, you're feeling pretty down, right? Because he's looking, he's looking down at the bad guy. He's finding out he is the bad guy, right? He, say, he makes a special message is right, that says, like, oh, you, if you're watching this, Quato is dead, which she just watched Quato die, right? And uh, we're about to reprogram you back to me, right? But no, yeah. through his own will, he fights out of the, out of the machine, mm, frees his lady friend. Who's, is she trying to program him? Her to be his like, lady. And boom, boom. Finds out there's actually a Quado gives him the memory that there's actually an alien uh, installation on right, which when activated will produce an atmosphere and oxygen for all to live abundance. And we find out that Cohagen knows this, but is not turning it on so he can keep a fucking lockdown on the oxygen supply, the imported like oxygen pretty much. Yeah, because they
0: have to, it's but, like capitalist hell. They're selling this oxygen. Yeah. Yeah. So that's
1: the movie. He decides not to be who he is. This doucher, douchebag Hauser, who's a shill for fucking the baddies, and he decides to fucking live as you know Doug Quaid more or less. He decides yeah. who he wants to be, regardless of the, his programming. Quite literally in this movie, yeah, programming, and yeah. he eventually activates the reactor and um, you know, uh, saves Mars. And I say yeah. Mars, and, that's and he, gets to, he gets to he
0: gets to live his dream of seeing blue skies
1: on Mars. You know, yep. Great movie, oh, but yeah. very violent. I wonder what made was <laughs> Paul Verhoeven down. I guess Paul Verhoeven did Robocop and shit, right? Yeah. So so yeah. he is down with all the violence. This movie, Ironsides are shooting everybody. Shoot the three-titty lady, boom. Yeah. Shoot fucking, boom. <laughs> He's shooting everybody. Shoot the fucking... It's insane. He's shooting everybody. I love this movie because there's so many
0: questions. It makes the audience have basically just as many questions as the character has in the yeah, story. you never know. Yeah. <laughs> because you never, like in the beginning, you don't know if he goes to have a memory implanted that he's a secret agent on Mars. And then when he's, it it turns out he's already got a memory implanted covering up those very memories. So for a long time, you're questioning, is he really a secret agent from Mars? Or was, is that just the memories that he That's, requested to have implanted, You know, this
1: movie goes to great lengths to prove it to you in the end though. And yes. He was talking to Cohagen and they fucking iron it out. There's no way mm-hmm. everything, you know, everything was actually planned, but and then at the played. end,
0: we don't know. Is he dead? Does he die? And like, has this fantasy of blue skies on Mars or does he actually get to experience it? But the real question is, does it matter? It's I I love the questions in this movie. What do
1: you mean? Does he die? Like when he gets spit out on the on the on the planet? Yeah, at the end. Because when yeah. I remember, he gets he turns it on and he gets spit out at the planet. Just a few minutes. Yeah, after Kohagen, and he's like and suffocating. He just and in time, he saved. Them. Yeah, I thought that part was stupid, and they really didn't need that part. Like, oh, just in time. even Yeah. Copenhagen explodes. Even though he gets goes out there like a minute. <laughs> like, yeah. Wish they didn't have that part but whatever it's a great movie. eyeballs bugging out his face wow. yeah it, it will, it's kind of a gross out yeah this movie
0: is one of my favorites <laughs> of all time just because um i love that mind fucky sci-fi that oh, yeah. is is best done in books and novels um but they managed to do it so well in cinematic form in this movie And to keep all those questions alive in the audience, that's so hard to keep alive in a visual format like this. It's so hard to convey so many sci-fi ideas outside of a novel because you can't see what anybody's thinking in a movie, you know, the same way you can when you read a book. Because you get to live in their mind when you're reading a book. You don't quite get that in a movie. But this movie does it very well.
1: Um, yep. It's amazing
0: Yeah. So, excellent movie. And it's up against Galaxy Quest, which is a very weird matchup. Because these are two extremely different movies. 1990 and
1: 1999. Um, oof. Oh, oof. <laughs> oof indeed. <laughs> this is why we do this. This is why we do this. Oh. This is why we're here. Oh. But like wow um i think for the
0: for the first time i for one of the one of the rare moments i think i can be the first to vote i think i'm going to go ahead
1: and cast my vote for total recall um wow i would not i was about i thought you were about to say galaxy quest as you were saying that sentence oh yeah (laughs) no no no
0: um wow yeah galaxy quest is phenomenal and this is like a feel good movie and kind of a feel bad movie <laughs> like
1: <laughs> bro there's no jokes there's hardly any jokes in total recall like and I usually like a movie that keeps the levity up there even when they're serious like a couple yeah. one or two levity points yeah but you are right total there's none is,
0: yeah there's only there's only a couple of one liners like very arnie one liners when um the wife is like you wouldn't kill me we're married and he's like, considered this a divorce <laughs>
1: and there's like, the uh, the that's famous screw you one liner Arnie's best one liner <laughs> is in this movie <laughs>
0: oh, screw you as yeah. he's driving he's a
1: drill into the drill. the tank thing yeah.
3: screw
0: you yeah, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. but Absolutely. yeah to- no Total Recall is just an absolute masterpiece and Galaxy Quest kind of is too in a very different way but um, no nah, Total Recall is is way up there way way up there
2: i wish they'd let them do the the pg-13 galaxy quest
1: is there a, like a director's cut of that i wonder i really i, I don't know what that not. would be no he was he was, no. he was wishing for it in the in the in that documentary they're like we was cussing all up on storm on that <laughs> <See>? yeah
3: <laughs> and <they're, I> guess, <laughs> not
1: yet not yet anyways i'm sure it'll come eventually one day <sighs> I'm gonna vote for total for not total recall for Guy's quest okay just because because it's because it's like one of the best comedies pretty much ever with the joke density, maybe mm-hmm. it's just because I get all of them on the different levels. I don't know, but it's insane, like Tony Shaloub's like subtle humor fucking yeah. slays me, and yeah. he does it like four right. times, and they all work depending out the time, like <laughs> I have to go with guys yeah, no that.
0: and you totally I totally get it, I love the scene. Um, because one of the most famous lines from Star Trek is, you know, the, uh, the engineering room calls into the deck and is like, the engine can't take much more of it, captain. She's going to (laughs) blow. And in this movie, there's the scene where it's like, Hey, uh, yeah, they're telling me that, um, the engine can't take it, man. Um. it's, it's gonna, gonna blow stuff. up, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's
1: just a, it's like, it's right, like, again, it's, right again, guys. Bring it in, bring yeah. it in <laughs> They're Right telling again, guys.
2: There's like a crack in the beryllium sphere. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's
1: too good. It's so good. It's, so good. it's the ensemble cast of Rickman, all of it. It's just some all together. Yeah, even though it hurts, Total Recall is like a legacy choice for me. You know, yeah, like my fucking dad, like sent no. me down to show me this movie. Yeah, and like, like it's a special movie, but I, I and this lineup, it hurts. But
0: no, I feel you. At, at least in this, there's there's no wrong answers. Like honestly, Eric, what do you what do you think?
2: I'm going Total Recall.
0: Yeah. Yeah oh by the way chat had voted and it was split down the middle it's a tie so two and two what? so um, oh
1: my god chat how dare you for you, ready Chad, oh. you ready <laughs> to flip a coin
0: oh are you going are you going galaxy quest argo oh uh, to the coin to the coin oh we're going to the coin to the, <laughs> to the like a coin animation <laughs> oh, we need a coin animation <laughs> we do need our own like our own film heat coin animation all right um it's gonna be heads galaxy quest tails total recall okay heads galaxy quest
1: i'm nervous i don't like this coin this flip like it's that. heads it's galaxy it
0: quest twist?
3: yeah
0: wow oh man <laughs> That's going to be a 20 galaxy quest. Total recalls 15. The coin. The coin coin has spoken. The coin says who stays and who goes. (laughs) That's going to be the end of round three. Moving into round four. Heat nine. Fifth element versus the matrix. It's not getting any easier, is it?
3: I don't Wait,
4: know would me. you like to take a trip down the loser's bracket first?
0: I was going to say we should knock out this round and then we'll kill the loser's bracket and we'll be oh, yeah, that's at good. that intersection that point. Convergent. There you go. So, Fifth Element versus The Matrix. These are two massive oh, powerhouses of the 90s in my life. Um, yeah. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get a get a poll going. Didn't have to be a super long one. <laughs> uh,
1: to me, this is an IMA competition. To me, like this is like curb stomping. This is like a sad, uh, unsportsmanlike unsportsman like setup here. Fifth element That's is just slapping mean.
2: the freaking piss out of goddamn matrix. I'm sorry. I love the matrix, but fifth
1: element is just It's just a 14 year old MMA fighter against the ground MMA fighter.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: Slaps me, starts crying to his mama. I'm like, God damn.
2: Oh, that's fucked. That's that's one way to say it, I guess. I mean, The well, Matrix
1: has its points, its strong points. He's got really good points. And
2: it's, it's really well made. It's a great it's movie, got... but for my money, I'm putting on Fifth Element
1: before I put on The Matrix. What do you guys think about The Matrix? What's the deal? Them. Were they trying to make like a collage of different kinds of movies? Like, what's with the what's with the kung fu shit in it? Like, what's with it's that? It's just a tribute.
3: Yeah, that's yeah, just it's a it's means of saying look what the... you can
2: instantly learn because we can program it directly It's, not a,
1: it's not a good movie. This is just a
0: tribute. <laughs> and there were, there were, the Wachowskis <laughs> were anime nerds, you know, like up front. Yeah. So
1: yeah, like yeah, it, yeah, flat it, out. there's a
0: lot of um. That's why it makes it kind place. of
1: feels like a live action anime, and feels out way. of place in a gun like the rest of it, right? He fucking barely kung fu. he uses the kung fu in like one fight. Kung like, fu. And
4: and one the of the of anime's like that they guns. mention specifically is Akira.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I love Akira. He's like, "Hey,
1: when are you gonna return my Akira novels, bro?" was
4: <laughs> trying
0: to get it
1: back from fucking yeah. Trinity. He's like, uh off their minds. Not
4: not in the movie, but the the directors, the Wachowskis, yeah. specifically yeah. mentioned that that was one of their inspirations.
1: It feels like a mess to me. It's like, kung fu now. And it feels like, that's just because kung fu was cool. Fu. That was the alternative to guns, 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 guns. It was kung fu, right? The other Whoa. cool thing.
4: But... The fight scene I, with Neo and Morpheus is very kung fu. Uh, I know
0: jujitsu, even There's, though I does not use much Jitsu. I feel like a lot of the fight scenes in Matrix are silly.
1: They're overlong, uh,
0: and they did not with hold the test of time. Sorry, yeah. they didn't withstand the test of time. Um, Fifth Element is a masterful movie that I love a lot, but I'm still voting for the Matrix. <laughs> I can't not vote for the Matrix. Like, you need to forsake that fourteen-year-old
1: kid. That
4: guess what? That. So am I.
1: <laughs> if, he had, like, if that fourteen-year-old put on Starship Troopers, you would have got the wrong thing because you were dumb at fucking fourteen. Still,
3: those are two different movies. With
1: me, that's so ultimately,
3: Damn, five beside this dumb. one.
0: Okay.
2: Chat is with
0: me. All five. Oh wow. Okay, and and you guys are definitely fifth element. All right, we have a split panel. All right, hey, fair enough. That's a that's a.
1: What's that come out to?
0: That comes out to Fifth Element. Sorry, Blair. Fifteen to the Matrix. Ten, sending Fifth Element forward and dropping Matrix to the losers bracket.
1: That's garbage. quitting this show i'm out of here i'm out of here
0: no he's yours like one
1: a, he's like a hang up your movie one
0: just, fifth element one fifth element yeah. one i think he I said the numbers wrong then maybe i
1: heard oh
0: i probably i might have i, pro- I might have gotten it i might i'm yeah, I about to
1: quit this show yeah, no, no. Chat with us, i'm yes. drinking
0: i'm drinking big beers tonight
1: and it's my no, third okay. one <laughs> hey uh, is that german beer because that's that's the best kind of buzz like it you is can't german get that fucked beer. up on it you can just drink it and drink it you won't get that up and you won't be hung over.
0: Yeah, I'm like feeling okay. I'm just a little sloppy. Just a little sloppy.
1: Argo's <laughs> fucked up. He's like, <laughs> up. like I got Argo's over here,
0: like, I need some food in my stomach. All right. I, I, we are moving I, I, on to heat number ten. We've got, I got water. Starship Troopers versus Galaxy Quest. Can Galaxy Quest knock off another Paul Verhoeven movie? We'll see. Mm. This stupid wanna, ass do, you want to punch that pole out real quick?
4: Yeah,
1: I
0: got it. Galaxy La. Quest Starship Troopers.
1: <laughs> I have not been to Paradise. Let me talk about that song, you guys. That song is based on a uh, Oxford Town, which is a David Bowie song off of his a nineties album. And apparently that whole album was based on Twin Peaks. Apparently. Huh. Is there anything about, about Oxford in Twin Peaks? Oxford Town or anything like Not that? Not that I know of. Um,
3: really?
1: David Bowie so... did
0: appear in the Twin Peaks movie Fire Walk With Me.
1: Really? Yep. Yeah. Oh, he was definitely yep. a fan of that. All right. All right. A five minute poll.
4: Five minutes.
1: Five minutes, Turkish. What's wrong with we five, five minutes? Sergeant so, Trooper versus Galaxy Quest. Guess I'm going to be Argo. I've I've Guess decided. Some... Got somewhere to be? Chad hasn't decided, bro. Why am I getting right.
0: Argo? Right? What do you What do you think then?
4: I'm 100 percent going Galaxy Quest.
1: Really? Does it feel better? It's a better time. Why? It is a much better I, time. I think
4: it might be because I just watched that documentary
1: that, that broke down all the true. sweetness. But it's there. like yeah.
4: it's like Chef's Kiss for sci-fi.
1: It, really it is the is. best Star Trek movie. Like they could not muster it a movie that was that good, or like. So in that sense, I can kind of see that because it's a love letter. Starship to Troopers is
4: blood and gore and action and screaming in your face. Galaxy Quest is. Uh,
1: and it's trying to teach. you I the love you. Behind and that you. And you know what? What's... I'm willing to.
0: Oh. I'm willing to hear that because Starship Troopers has a very clear its own agenda. You know what I'm saying? Galaxy Quest is pure, unadulterated sci-fi. It is a love letter to the culture and the fans of sci-fi. It is sci-fi boiled down, extracted to a pure syrup and shot directly into your veins. And you know what? I
4: can appreciate that. Definitely. And that whole cast it's just better. Oh, yeah, the other cast. Yeah,
0: having Sigourney Weaver is just a big hat off to sci-fi in and of itself. Alan Rickman can do no wrong. Um
2: that man, it
0: Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tim Allen was Buzz Lightyear. Um I'm
2: saying Rickman is just Tony Shaloub's
0: probably like take home performance of a lifetime. Our MVP of the
4: week. Yeah. But Shaloub
2: has been in what? 5 movies now? 3. 3,
1: three of them.
4: He's on yeah. 3 of this list. The most three this uh, week, Michael yeah. Ironside is in two. Mhm. Uh Same Dean Norris by is by in two. Yep. Mm. But Tony Shaloub takes the cake with three.
1: Men in Black. Yeah gattico what's the third anybody else anybody else ready to cast a vote oh god i'm gonna go Mm. to troopers because it stirred more feelings in a young me to be honest when i watched galaxy quest for the first time i was not into star trek i was fucking like seven or whatever yeah so i mean i since got all the jokes right but Star Trek Troopers get something for everybody, even though it might be something bad for you. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it's <laughs> probably it's,
4: something it's bad. It's still an amazing uh, movie. It, yeah. I'm it's... not saying it's a bad movie at all.
2: One thing it's... I will say is I can watch Galaxy Quest with my
0: kids around. Fair enough. Galaxy Quest is a movie got for it. more. Eric makes the fuck. Shoot, yeah, Eric. <laughs> Shoot,
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> Shoot, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just saying I'm hecking down Lydia with that Kess, Lydia Cuss is worse than that No, she says heckin' a lot Yeah <laughs> uh, What in the heckin' heck are you doing?
3: Alright I'm
1: gonna beat this out of you guys if you guys don't vote I did it, I did it, you can do it uh, uh, Psh, body you. Which one do you think? You got my money? Um, I I cannot
0: do the. I basically did a self indulgent director's cut of my breakdown of Starship Troopers. Like, I went way too long and made it way too personal for me to Hell not well. vote Starship Troopers. <laughs> so, yeah. my vote is going to Starship Troopers.
1: My dog is consistent. Yeah. You know? Man. But, Scratch think gonna... is the most feel good movie.
4: It's up to you, Eric. Yeah.
1: I oh God, there's so much chat pressure. Chat is
4: strongly <laughs> leaning towards Galaxy quests with not much time left. Oh, this is too
2: much pressure. This is too much pressure.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> too much pressure. <laughs> oh wow, wow. Uh, four to one. Holy shit, that's what Chat's thinking. Man, this was love one. you, Chat. Wow. I mean, there's no wrong I mean, answers you... here. Like. Galaxy is the funniest movie I've
0: ever seen, I think. So, yeah, you're the tiebreaker, Eric. No matter what you choose, it's going to pick the winner. No pressure. I know.
2: (laughs) I I already know. I know that. (laughs) Uh, I think I'm going to go Starship Troopers, honestly. All right.
1: My man.
3: (laughs) Hell Yeah. (laughs) That, that's Starship Troopers. Yes, I mean. it's
2: a yes. It's a gore fest, and yes, it's you know overindulgent. Yeah. But that's There's... kind of the the point.
0: No wrong answers, but it doesn't make it any easier, you know.
1: Yeah, dude. This I don't like this bracket shit. Man, it makes it hard.
0: All right. So that moves us into our semifinals. But before we do that. We're going to do the speed round. We're going to speed through this loser's bracket. We're going to do no polls. So each individual chat vote is going to be counted individually. If you would like to vote one way or another, just go ahead and type it in chat as we get to it, and we will count it, and we're going to blast through the loser's bracket. Um, With minimal discussion, we're just going to bust them out here. So let's take a look. Losers bracket number one: Total Recall versus Mars Attacks. Who do you got?
1: Oh God, Mars total versus recall. Mars. This is the Mars bracket. Oh, it's the Mars, Mars bracket. Mars. <laughs> God, <laughs> damn. Total,
2: total recall. recall
1: for sure. Mars Attacks sucks. Ah, oh, God, I love Mars Worst Attacks. Worse
2: than Mars oh, the worst attack.
1: Does oh,
4: not suck. The
2: worst. You take that back right now. You
4: fuck. Mars Attacks it. does not suck, but Total Recall wins this fight.
1: Yes, I am.
4: I'm Calvin pissing on Mars Attacks right now.
3: On the <laughs> it's, like, it's
4: like, it's like, you have a heavyweight fighter and a and a lightweight fighter. They both champions, but one gun knocked the other one out.
1: And I'm the fat guy. I'd be Seriously. like, I will beat that. I will beat that lightweight's ass.
3: <laughs> like in the, uh, my armchair like,
1: over here. All
0: right, that's gonna send Total right. Recall forward and lose his bracket, dropping Mars Attacks we'll out see. of contention. Wait. Oh 12 12 yeah. up. chat, chat got me. Chat, come. <laughs> men in, black. Men in men black. black
1: versus Twelve Monkeys. Twelve Monkeys. Men in black. Oh yeah, I'm gonna chat on this one. Men in Black. Chat. That's that's three, four, that's five. That's everybody. Everybody. Oh. There said Men in Black. One, two, three, four, oh, wow. Five. Wow. I am the only one
2: that said Twelve Monkeys.
0: You know what? I'm gonna say Twelve Monkeys too. <laughs> but that's Chats a huge man. vote hey,
1: right there
0: huge. y'all just Good hate chat <laughs> how many was that that's gonna be like 35 for men in black and there 10 10 for 12 million. <laughs> <laughs> they they in there they in there i got left for 12 monkeys on the board now on the board
2: <laughs> oh, all right that's, that's sending men totally in black forward
3: <laughs>
0: dropping 12 monkeys out of contention heat number 11 in the loser's bracket we've got gattaca versus total recall who do you got
1: total recall total recall for sure yeah we have one chat. Now we have a
4: heavyweight champion versus a midweight champion. Three Total Me.
1: What?
0: Is anybody voting Gatica in the panel?
4: No. No. Unfortunately. I'm good on that. The wrong yeah. matchup.
0: <laughs> yeah. Is what it That's is. All, all right. One, That's going to drop Gatica from contention, sending Total Recall ahead. Let's take a look at Heat number twelve in the losers bracket. We've got Demolition Man versus
4: Men in Black. Oh, don't men even ask. Just men, in men in Black. black. Don't don't even even ask.
2: Why do we have Demolition Man even on here anymore? <laughs> <know>. <laughs> one,
4: one hundred to negative a thousand.
0: Hey, yeah, yeah. We got four we Men in just, Black in chat. We,
1: if we didn't want to talk about Demolition Man so much, we would have just struck it and gave the other one. Like, yeah.
0: But, and black but hey, hard. I want to keep Demolition Man around because I like kicking it in its nuts. Right. <laughs> 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 keep it right in this Dennis Larry's. Uh, yeah. Mm. So <laughs> Demolition Man rightly dropped from contention, sending Men in Black forward. Now we're looking at Heat number 13 The Matrix versus Total Recall. Who do you got? Yeah. <laughs> Not so quick on that one, huh? <laughs> total recall,
1: 100%. Total recall. I'm
0: with total <laughs> twice. recall. Uh, we got one in one in chat. Another one, total recall. Matrix. Uh, two total recalls. Got a Matrix. I got five. This is one of, is one of the hardest recall. ones for me.
4: Matrix.
1: Maybe Demolition we'll Man maybe, does maybe, deserve
0: the MST three K treatment. Maybe we'll oh do a uh, we'll do a uh, commentary oh, Peyton, we for it. Patreon. Yeah, film patreon. Yeah, patreon.com slash film heat. We, yeah, We've got Think exclusive film heat that merch shit. and early access to our audio shows, including upcoming exclusive content, including commentary tracks. Check us out on Patreon dot com slash film heat, uh, total matrix recall. Wait a minute. Wait a damn minute. <laughs> <functions> <laughs> 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 Hold on. Does not compute.
3: <practition>
0: <upside> God, I can't even vote. I don't even know. It's
1: um, the same. Beethoven. Ufo. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm going with Paul. If we could go clubbing with Paul for a that'd be fine.
0: All right, it doesn't Uh, matter because it's still gonna lose. But I'm giving my vote to the Matrix, sending Total Recall ahead and dropping the Matrix from contention. Wow, that romantic! I did not anticipate Matrix not winning. (laughs) All right, (laughs) moving into heat number fourteen in the losers bracket. We've got Galaxy Quest versus Men in Black, Are two fun ones. Wow, this is hard.
1: Galaxy Quest. Oh, okay. It's Galaxy funnier. Quest.
0: We got a second Galaxy Quest. Men in Black. We got one Men in Black. You would. Uh. got another Galaxy Quest. I'm going Galaxy Quest. One more Galaxy Quest. Yeah, Galaxy Quest. It's like Galaxy Quest is running away, Run away with it. Six to one, and seven to one, sending Galaxy Quest forward and dropping Men in Black from contention. Doesn't feel good, but hey, it. We gotta, we gotta get there somehow. Oh
2: God, oh God, now this.
0: And this now is we're... a
2: hard one for a losers bracket. God damn
0: yeah we did this one once before it was a super close it, this one was 20 to 15 last time so total recall versus galaxy quest
1: who do you got oh, i'm going to recall this time because i voted for the other one all the time <laughs> i love both of them spread the love
3: yeah
2: i don't i don't remember who i voted for last time
0: me neither but i think you voted for total recall how's this a loser's bracket right because this is a difficult, difficult week. I'm going <laughs> Galaxy uh, Quest.
1: The best of the best of the best. Sir! Galaxy Quest. I, oh,
0: I think I'm going to give mine a Galaxy Quest too this time because I think I went the other way last time.
4: Chef's kiss. But
0: never we're, we're tied. Really the other out. Uh, we got, <laughs> Galaxy it. Quest. There Galaxy Quest pulling ahead. Uh, any more votes in chat? Uh, uh, let's go. Uh,
1: let's go.
0: Oh, you know what? This one went to the coin last time. I think this was our this was our our coin vote. Yeah. Oh
1: snap! But they're coming around to the more lighthearted of them too. I think. Yeah,
0: I I swapped my vote, so I as said total recall. I did. I did
1: too. Dude. 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 Doot. All right.
0: All right. Makes, keeping it close, but sending Galaxy Quest ahead, dropping poor Total Recall from contention.
1: It's tool time. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> That's going to conclude our losers bracket for now. Going back to the main bracket, we've got
3: Fifth you know. Element
0: versus Starship Troopers. I think, did we already have this one? No. No, we you didn't. Okay, never mind.
4: We cannot have any show without Tim Allen featured where there's not a single ooh. <laughs> uh-huh.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Santa Claus, same thing.
1: Yeah, who doesn't love cocaine like Tim Mellon loves cocaine? <laughs> I mean,
2: probably the folks he sent to prison.
0: <laughs>
1: no, okay. I love cocaine, not Tim Allen.
0: Let's <laughs> uh, let's get a poll up for this one fifth element Listen, versus you he might hear
4: this. Okay, it's
0: live, Paul's live five minute oh. poll. 5 yeah, minute right. poll chat go ahead and cast them votes for Fifth Element or Starship Troopers. This one's back in the poll. So go ahead and um click on that and clicky click. Yep, yep.
4: Yes. Your boy's 100% going Fifth Element this time.
2: Fifth Element. Yeah. All hard full on Fifth Element. Again. All gas no breaks.
4: This movie crosses all genres.
0: That's true. But I think this one is even this one's easier for me than um what what was it? The Matrix and Fifth Element. That was a difficult one. Um I think I pretty confidently like Starship Troopers more than Fifth Element. Um just personally. I I, you can know, see that. I wouldn't even try to change anyone else's mind, but
2: I mean it just it's just what good it movie. is. Yeah. It's a goddamn good movie. I just really like Fifth Element. Oh, I know. I,
1: I got a question. Is the Fifth Element a little bit more like popcorn and candy to you guys than. Yes. um yeah. It's a little bit more vegetables on the plate with Star yeah. Troopers, right? Yeah. Stars, yeah. Wars Troopers. Like, what's the message of Fifth Element? Like, don't fuck I, with the environment? Love conquers yeah, yeah. Love conquers all, yeah. Love defeated. Um,
3: you know,
1: before the show's over, I'm gonna need one of you guys to tell me the message of the Matrix. Well, <laughs> we're not done talking about the Matrix. I'm gonna just tell me the ma- oh, the message. I like will that. talk about the Matrix as long as you no, want no, to talk no, about. No, 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 no. The one sentence, the message. Like I told you, the message of Total Recall. Please, one of you three, who simp for the Matrix, please tell me the message of the Matrix that I'm supposed to take away. All right. The message <laughs> is the
4: question. Which pill? Red or blue pill is the message? What is the Matrix?
1: We know what the Matrix is, bro. It's, it's not ambiguous. It's a,
4: Again, it holds up better if the sequels had never existed. The sequels cheapen the experience oh. of the, the first the once one. What's
1: the one message? You don't have to tell me now before the end of the show. What's our... <laughs> element in Star Trek troopers? Oh, God. This is rough for me. Yeah. <clears throat> You're the only one in the panel um, that voted
0: like i love i love both these movies but w- one of these uh, movies almost makes me cry and not because of the movie just because of my journey with the movie it yeah. reminds me of hard decisions and it reminds me of the pains of growing as a person so and that and that's just my your own, own experience, psycho grows that a lot,
1: right? He grows you know? from like adoring like Carmen, who fucking does not really give a shit about him, right? yeah to finally accepting like Dizzy, who's there and all about him the whole time, who he's like just shafting all... there's a lot to that movie for that point, this quiz there's more there it's more substance and it's not all style at the matrix I'm going for whatever loses here and- is only
0: going to lose his bracket for our final loser's contention, so
3: okay, okay. The-
0: the like you can vote with your heart now. You, I mean, you can vote with your impulse now,
1: but you can vote with your heart next time.
3: <laughs> listen,
1: listen to your heart, Doctor Jones. Gotta to <laughs> <people>. <laughs> I'm going for Doctor Troopers. Put me down,
0: Doctor Troopers. All
1: right, chat. It's up to you to break the tie. What
0: are they leaning toward? I can't see it. They got. Fitness. Oh yeah. Oh what yeah. <laughs>
1: They would. They love popcorn and bubblegum and cheddar. Hey,
0: man. Hey. Hey, there's no wrong love answer. I'm, all. I'm never going to say what? You like Fifth well, Element? No. Dumb. <laughs> never. Said nobody. Never. Yeah.
1: <laughs> all right. So, is that that bracket? We're done with there? Yeah, we can go ahead and call it. All right, mate. We are looking at
4: 30 seconds left.
0: Thirty so seconds left. Yeah, so unless like five people jump in right now and no, all no, vote no, no. for Star seen seen Troopers, we can send it. Yeah, that is going to be fifteen points. Fifth Which element. We love you,
1: five folks. We love y'all. Oh yeah,
0: the world building the world is building better. Is... In... That's
1: correct. Well, I, can, I I don't know. I got. I I I might yeah. have an
0: argument there
1: when you if know you if we sh- had more no, no, time. No, no. It, if you showed me a couple more or one city in uh. Star- just so we can see what it's like. We don't even get that many establishing shots of Buenos Aires, so it's, they're not really worried about telling you the world. but like the book explains, the world.
4: Yes. We're in the same right. world; it's just in the future.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Fifth
4: Element is more of a
0: narrative story, while Starship Troopers ha- is more like a parable kind of story. So, yeah. you know, they're 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 playing two different side,
1: two different angles, which, which is that fun. makes it both yeah. a parable story can't be in there is a narrative at the same time. So it's kind of both. Yeah, voted... you're right. They're not They're not mutually exclusive. You can explicit. watch it on that level if you want to, you
4: know?
0: Okay. I, so I voted I think... against
4: Starship Troopers, but I'll back it up.
0: Is this the third time we've had? No, okay, sorry. I keep getting my movies confused because they're all so good. For the final losers bracket to figure out which is moving back to the finale, is it Starship Troopers or Galaxy Quest?
2: Right. <laughs> starship troopers going right back is that what's about to happen
1: but with your keyboards chat
0: the but with your keyboards quests. chat chat it up chat it to me
1: Wait, what is it starship you get troopers? one galaxy just, quest just shout it Star- from the, from the, the crowd quest. yo again okay
0: starship troopers galaxy quest
2: um, just shout it from the crowd yo
0: one and one oh man it's it's one it's tied so far
2: mm. Oh, I'm looks like Galaxy it. Quest I'm might be pulling ahead. ahead
1: there. I'm going to Starship Troopers. Chat doesn't know what I'm talking about. They're delirious. <laughs> oh. <they're, they're laughs> it's past their bedtime.
4: I said That's... Galaxy Quest. I don't know what I'm talking about.
1: You're delirious. It's past your bedtime. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Not true.
2: It's definitely past my bedtime, but I'm
1: hitting...
2: Uh... Oh, I'm going to vote Starship Troopers.
1: That just loves a good time. Oh snap! For a good time, put on Galaxy Quest. Quir- <laughs> for a good time,
0: for <laughs> a good time, go. Oh, Peter, Peter, Peter Nesbitt. Peter Quincy, Peter How Quincy. Bad can I oh, it?
1: That's this character. Jason is an actor in the in the movie. So right Peter, now, Peter, Star Troopers is ahead by one. Really? After. All right, send yep. it, send it. Everybody voted on panel. That
2: was a, that was a lot of Galaxy Quest in the
0: freaking yep. chat there. Wait did did you vote Galaxy Quest?
1: Wait, is Starship Troopers for this vote?
0: Huh? Oh no. Okay. Starship. Yeah. Yep. No, everybody got voted. All right. All right. Well, interesting.
1: Yep.
0: Starship Troopers gonna beat Galaxy Quest. That's how it, goes. That's yeah, how it we're goes. right back
2: up here and we're at Fifth Element again.
0: Oh, That's no, a... Fifth Element and Starship Achievers again. It's going to go back and forth forever.
1: I'm going the same thing. Stars so so basically it's Fifth Element and then Starship. Fifth Troopers Element. The love story in Fifth Element is lame. It's
4: lame. I'm not like, changing it. Bruce Willis wants to it. nail
1: Mila Jovovich, much like Luke, Luke Besson did. So that is what drives the love story in Fifth Element. Cause he's the same age as fucking. Don't care. Send he's it. Now. Fifth,
2: fifth
0: element, element wins. Fifth, fifth element wins. Peace. had a good point. It is love versus war. Huh.
2: Yep. 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 That's it. Oh yeah, yeah. No, the archaeologist that has the uh, the Luger P38 uh, Schnellfeuer. It has. Uh, he's over there marking off how many times he yells "I see his light."
0: yeah that's funny <laughs> oh yeah and that's uh luke perry is yep. that bit part yeah, yeah. yeah. yep <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: like lust he was trying to
0: fuck it's, it's funny both these movies are supposed to be dumb like it's part of the yeah. storytelling narrative for both of these movies wow.
1: like no wrong answer i guess
0: yeah there's no wrong it's answer so who who's got what i'm going starship troopers
1: I'm going fifth element again.
0: Okay. Fifth Ar- element. Ar- Argo and We're Eric are fifth split. element. Wow. <laughs> Justin, you're Star Troopers.
1: Yeah. With the chat.
0: Chat, we got Uh, fifth element's running away.
2: I'm gonna say chat's gonna full sweep fifth element just like last time.
0: What do we got? Oh uh, we got Starship oh, troopers. Oh redacted him. Uh, redacted my dog. Oh uh, we got another fifth element.
1: Uh oh. Uh. I think that's gonna be it
0: yeah that might just send
1: it well that's how it goes in the bracket that's the way the cookie crumbles all's fair in love in brackets <laughs> all's fair in love <laughs> and
4: war someone tell my boy blair is movie one
1: <laughs> <laughs> let me look at the list the one that went the farthest was uh fifth element right
0: yeah, Fifth Element is definitely All our way. winner. Number All two is. Our Troopers. Troopers. Mm-hmm.
1: Number three is Galaxy Quest. Yes.
2: Galaxy Number four
1: Quest and then Matrix. Matrix. Number and five then, is, probably, what was it, Total Recall? Did that go the farthest after?
2: Yeah, It's either Total Recall or
1: uh, Men in Black. Yeah, one of those. I think, uh, it, was, I think it was Total Recall. And then probably Matrix X or. Or maybe, or maybe tw- I think twelve but, monkeys is far. There. Yeah, it's Total Recall and, Men and
0: then Men in Black. Yeah, yeah. And
2: Black. Total Recall, Men in, Men, Men, Black. Men in Black, and then I Mars think it there. would be Twelve Monkeys and Twelve Monkeys, attacks, Mars
0: Attacks, 5. and then and then Gattaca, and, Gattaca. Then a, and, then Gattaca but, and then a blank and spot, like and then Demolition Man.
1: Five feet under, dead last. Uh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> and the Demolition the Man's yeah. just not on
2: the list.
4: So for this week, we have number one, Fifth Element. Number two, Starship Troopers. Number three, Galaxy Quest. Number four, The Matrix. Number five, Total Recall. Number six, Men in Black. Number seven, 12 Monkeys. Number eight, Mars Attacks. Number nine, Gattaca. Number 10. Shitty ass demolition man.
2: Yeah, I'll sign off on number numbers. 12 demolition
4: man. <laughs> number negative, never gonna fucking mention it again. <laughs> hey,
0: yeah. <laughs> the biggest disappointment of the year. Demolition. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, oh my god. We did it. It took us an extra hour this this time. Well, we got a little bit uh we got a little bit later of a start, so we apologize for that. That's true. Um, so we only went 30
1: minutes over, technically. but
0: Well, time. I mean, I our runtime is four hours, six minutes. So we still win an hour longer than usual. Yeah. We're, we're usually at about three hours. We're at four hours t- tonight. But um, we you know, had breweries? a lot
2: to say about these amazing movies. Man, like it movie was, was hard.
0: Garbage. Hard going. <laughs> and you know That's what? what said. We got another... Very fun week coming up next week. Oh, I'm
4: excited! Oh yes! Excited. Oh shit! Hold what on, one ago? of my favorites. Real list, of all fucking time. What's the list? What Are you Argo? ready? Batman, yeah. Batman. Uh-huh? Batman, Batman, <laughs> That's the Batman. Movies, Batman, 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 Batman and Batman,
1: Batman. Nineteen sixty-six Batman movies. Batman nineteen eighty-nine. Batman returns. Fucking... Batman forever. Batman and Robin, hell yeah. Batman Begins, we're watching all the Nolan. So Guys, Friday, if you, what's Friday?
4: If you live under a rock, you don't know that on March 4th, Friday the March 4th, the new Batman movie comes out. We're not going to be talking about it, we don't want to give anything away, but we're going to be talking about every other Batman there is, because there is exactly 10 other Batman movies we're to high. talk about.
0: Yo. Oh, and just a. Uh, just a, just a small point. We're doing the live action Batman's because there have been a number of animated Batman movies. Um, I I didn't even I mean, think about. Yeah, there's but... been like
4: a hundred of those. We'll get
1: yeah. on the list. So we're going Batman sixty six. The movie It's the movie yes. of the television show. Mm-hmm. Adam West. And we're going Adam Keaton, West. Keaton, Batman eighty nine. Mm-hmm. And then Batman Returns. It's pretty easy after that. If and then all the way through the Nolan. Then we're doing the
0: Schumacher Batmans.
1: Both of those. Yep. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And then Batman, we're doing Forever, the Batman Nolan Robin. trilogy. I'm
0: Batman so begins, excited.
1: Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises. Yep. Batman and, and Superman. Yeah, is we're the next we're one.
0: Batfleck, Batman and Superman.
3: Uh-oh. And incredibly
0: unfortunately we're squeezing in Justice League in our number 10 spot. Just 10 like, Batman yeah, movies. I haven't out. I haven't seen the Batflex at all. So I appreciate a reason to watch them, even if I don't have to love them.
4: And thankfully, you have never watched the original theatrical Justice League. You can go ahead and slide yourself right into that four-hour cut. (laughs) cut. cut The overindulgent Justice League. Going to need another one of these.
1: I'm going to need a drink. All right. It does say Snyder Cut, but if you can sit through any version of Justice League, we'll take it. <clears throat> Fucking, it's on the list to round it out.
0: That's right. So next week is Batman movies in anticipation of the new Batman, which I'm actually excited about.
1: What's it called? I, it's not- um, I think it's, it's just
0: the called Batman. The Batman.
1: Yeah. A Batman. A Batman. A, yep. You're I'm right. Batman. PG-13 Batman. We'll see how it. We'll tell you the week after if it sucks.
2: <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I I've got hope for Pat for fucking. Uh, oh yeah, Batman. I
4: love Batman. Uh, Batman.
1: Rubber
2: patten I, I think he'll the, do. Batman. I think he'll
4: <laughs> do. <laughs> it's funny. Every movie that he did that wasn't Twilight was actually pretty good.
0: Yeah, every oh, all of them that I've oh, seen.
3: That
2: absolutely.
0: Wasn't Twilight, was great. He's a phenomenal actor. Yeah, he just got a bad rap doing a real shitty movie series no, he's like he's right great. off he's great absolutely he's got
1: right a up. good chin he's got a chin for it better oh than yeah
0: better than batfleck
1: dude they didn't batman
2: batfleck <laughs> they, they got the whole match like
0: he's got like his chin sticking out like both chins rolls. sticking out of the yeah. yeah it's it's not a good look <laughs> you, you you gotta have a good chin to be Batman. And they like, just cut it off
2: like around here, so his whole jaw sticking out because they're like, and yeah, it like that
0: whole... yeah, it like squeezes on his face like this. So it's it's like, Affleck yeah, just
4: wishes he had Kilmer. <laughs> Kilmer's chin.
0: <laughs> I don't oh, love Kilmer; he... he's a notorious oh, he's a asshole on set. He's but... a stud though. You can't he's sexy yeah. as hell. You can't. You he's, can't he's, got a, he's, he's got He's a... got a Batman chin for days. He's got like he a
4: little... snack.
0: He's a lunch.
2: <laughs> God, got some
0: so i'm excited to watch some batman movies i hope you guys are excited to debate some batman movies next weekend we have been film heat months. oh man i'm excited uh just a quick shout out we also have the audio podcast version of the show available wherever you get your podcast apple music spotify amazon audible google podcast pocket cast, you name it. We are out there. Search for us. We would love for you to give us a follow, subscribe, download, leave a review, do all those things. You can have us right in your pocket. You can have these smooth voices in your ear all day at work. You know we got some long episodes. We're going to get you through the work week because we love you and we want you back. We want you back, chat.
1: Want you back for good. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe where you find your podcast.
0: Subscribe where you find your podcast. We love you, chat. We are film heat signing off, and we will catch you all next weekend. Love you. <laughs> <laughs>